When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of d and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. Welcome in here to the Thanksgiving Eve, November 22nd edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barnes. The ultimate needle mover in God bone himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Yo, we got the bloodline in here with us. <laughs> bloodline is me. Yo, we got the, 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 the stars of Take Your Kids to Work Day are back. But seriously, seriously, we're like on the right. So forgive me your real names right now so people know who you are. There's, Go ahead. there's millions Go ahead. of people listening right now. Uh, your real name. If you don't give me your real name, I'm going to tell you leave. Bye, my, my name is Cooper Pomeroy. There we go. My name Co- is Dominaden. That's not your name, sir. Yeah, it is. Brexton. There we go. It's Aiden. Cooper, is today your birthday? No. When's your birthday? <laughs> it's what day? I hear you. They gotta hear you. you gotta my birthday's December 10th! My birthday was <laughs> earlier. You didn't hell. get me anything. When was your birthday? Wait, September 10th? Yo, you gotta see So these they're guys. mine. This is these are these are, these are the Kelly boys. That's that's what their new hip hop name is, the Not Kelly the boys. Boy and I'm gonna tell you something. Your boys need the belt. Let me tell you that right now. Your boys need the belt. They coming in here, they what they wild. What was your name during the commercial break a minute ago? Me? Jaquavius. The SoCal cousin. What was your name? Eminem. 
No, oh, say that in the mic, come man. On, come man. on, man. Come Jamarcus on, man. Aquavius III. Y'all got a you got a wild group of boys. Hey, right they here. iced out too. You guys gotta go to the YouTube. Check them out, man. Come on, man. They iced out, hey. man. Come hey. on, man. Yeah. These guys. Hey. Yo. It's crazy. It's here. a wild group in here, man. <laughs> These are my boys, though. They got. They got yeah, I, I know. You know what they here too. You know what? You know what they said the second I walk in the door. Where's KC? Like, man, they did him. not say that. Yo, yo. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. JaVel McGee said it. <laughs> JaVel McGee said it. Yeah. Let me ask you short. let me ask you guys a question because this is a sports show. Be ready to talk. Okay. What you think about the Kings so far? What you think about De'Aaron Fox? Uh, <laughs> is he an MVP candidate? Uh, uh Okay. Uh, all right. See y'all, y'all, you you were all talkative and excited last time. Now you're like nervous. Now you but now you he, come back. Uh, <laughs> he don't suck at nothing. What you talking no, he about? He sucks at shooting full courts. Who's who's great at shooting full courts? LeBron. Stop. When was the last this time you saw LeBron? LeBron? I don't have no kids shot. right here. This is this Three is why. On YouTube. Stop. This girl, stop, this girl bro. Got, stop. This girl stop. Got three of them. This is why I don't have any. Stop. stop. What y'all think about Domas? Domas is the truth, right? I don't know who Domas <laughs> is, but Come on, whoever man. he is, he sounds like he sucks. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, you see that door? You can go right out that door talking crazy about the Kings again. I don't care if you're a kid or not. Hey, Cooper, we might not see you before your birthday, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cooper. We're glad y'all could come back in here and hang out with us. Leave him hanging. Y'all want to chat light the beam before you go? Light the beam. Go. We got that Cooper special. You know what it is. Light the beam, chance. Light the beam. Light the beam. All right. Y'all think these three are going to behave at lunch? Oh, man. Kelly, you're a saint. My God. My God. All right, y'all. Kelly, Kelly's boys. All right. Thanks, Kelly. All right. What's his name? Uh, Jamarcus Jacobius. Bro. Yep. I'll see you next time. Yeah. By the way, mom, my real name is Your Jamel mom would whoop these kids. That's that's right. <laughs> Who's the bell? That's my mom. removed from this from this room. Oh, yo, <laughs> hey, that's what that's why right there. Never, never, never. Let 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 Kelly disappear. I will beat all three of their asses. All three of them. <laughs> Deuce, I whoops kids. Dude's talking about my mom would be whooping these kids. Dude's I would be whooping these kids. This is this is. I ain't gonna look. Look at this. Hold on, hold on. Let me go to the wide screen here real quick. Look at these. Look, look at these. Look at these kids right here, dude. I swear to God, man. You about to give it? You about to get a Thanksgiving ass whooping? That's what y'all about to get. About to get a Thanksgiving ass whooping. It's some wild boys right here, man. I tell you, this crazy wild thing. Boys. Like their mom is just the sweetest, <laughs> chillest. Like, like she's an assassin on the sales side, but she's like, just look, look <laughs> in the gritty in the window. Oh man, Thanksgiving Eve, man. You know, kids are off of school. They coming home. It's gonna get worse. My sister's coming in later. Oh, it's lit. My nephew, they cut. Yeah, they, I, I don't know who's it's all lit. coming. We have a whole crew here later. <laughs> what if I'm about, yanked out the I'm about to about to break open this bottle of Pinot Jam brought us. <laughs> Go get whatever Aaron's stash of 
uh, uh, <laughs> seltzer wines they have in the refrigerator. I, I come in, I come in, and I'm like, oh, my homie's here. And Aaron's there. He's like, yeah, they're all yours. Jesus. <laughs> I swear to you, you think I'm playing. I walk in the door. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, where's KC? <laughs> hey, how about you kiss my ass? Oh, punk ass kid. <laughs> Kelly, don't 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 clip this part for Kelly. This, this, this is all fun and games. Hey man, these kids is hilarious. Jesse, you having kids, bro? You and Crystal? Y- you know what? I I am, I am, but yep, they're gonna. That's it. They'll behave. That's your life. They that's will your behave. life right there. They'll behave. Kyle, you, you and Heather, y'all in on this? Absolutely not. Thank you. I'm telling you, yep. they'll behave though. Me, me. Reese is just fine, right? Me, yeah, Ryan. I don't know, Ryan. Oh, Ryan gonna be something else. Ryan, bro. Ryan gonna own you, bro. I don't know, man. <laughs> Right, she Reese. Reese is a Reese she be having a, a little kid. sinister laugh already. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be wild. Oh man, hey. that's my baby though. That's my baby. I guess when you have kids, you have to love them. <laughs> that's why I don't have. I don't have any. I'm not gonna be forced to love no crazy kid. <laughs> oh man, hey, I'm with securing the beam. I bet that German Shepherd ain't never done you wrong securing the beam. I'm with you. I got my I got my lab. Hey man, I love I, I love dogs. I just you just never know about animals. You just never know. You never know when they're gonna turn on you. Man, Sprout is not turning on anybody. What you talking about? I don't about? think she is either. But I'm just saying. You never know. He ain't got pet alligators walking around. They ain't. Uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather, or Pet people. Tigers, Swamp. Uh, what Swamp thing? What was the name of that show? I think I it's Swamp know. People. That's my show. It'd be crazy though. It'd be crazy the alligators that be in there. They just be kind of lingering, and I don't know why they're in those uh, in those places. But I bet I can finish this before the show's <laughs> over. Hey, K- CV asked if am I still afraid of birds? And look, man. I, I got You should love. be afraid of birds. How many did you kill at your house? I didn't over kill the any of them. All right. I didn't kill any of them. It was the heat index that did that. But um, I don't trust no animals, man, because we think we know. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, if you just rub them here, that's going to. You don't know that. You don't know what might set them off. Bro, you. You crazy? It, nah, bro. You, I'm. Nah. You more. Bear, we you, don't even know that, humans. Let's, how we going to know. Let's uh, be clear. How we going to know animals? Let's be clear. We don't even know humans. Let's be clear. You're more frightened by Sprout than them three little badasses that just left this room. <laughs> yeah, because I got I got a belt for them kids. I'll have a belt for Sprout. <laughs> have a belt. Hey, you guys talk about to uh, a room. I meant to ask you guys this. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now. You talk about snowfall and they have the tiger going through Compton or whatever. Yeah, did yeah. you see? Did you see the uh, lion walking the streets of Italy? Did you I, see I that? missed that. Didn't see that. A couple weeks ago, that. there was a line that like broke loose, broke loose from the circus, and they had, just walking the streets. They, they still got animals at the circus. I, don't, I thought. I thought we. I don't know if it was zoo or. It, well, it's not as big. I don't think. At least here, I don't I, think the circus is big here anymore. They ate that man in 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 Las Vegas, and we didn't learn. That That's was called content, huh? That was a tiger. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it was a tiger. I've seen a couple in the circus when they they get the guy. The lion gets the guy. 
And nah. I thought, I thought, I thought oh, we they, that. Maybe, oh, the, maybe the Italy you know, circus. Is yeah, different. we know what to do because you know we're trained professionals and we know what to do. And this is all you got to do to get little Jimmy the Lion to calm down. Yeah, right. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Here, here's the thing. God bless that brother in Las Vegas. But if you get eaten by a tiger because you're trying to make a tiger jump through a hoop, that's your fault. It's easy. It's your fault. So what are you doing in Italy if you're walking down the street and you're like the lion's right there? Are you taking off? Because no, the lion's going to catch you. Nah, like, you, you just, like, what are you doing? You just casually turn around. Just keep it moving. Just just turn around. Slowly pray. walk away. You just if, pray. Turn walk, around. Turn, walk, my, turn walk, my back. Walk into Is, a Isn't that a sign of uh, you can't turn your back on them? No, I don't think you can look them in the eye. There's more kids here. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least they didn't on. try to come in here. They look they 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 look different though. They looked well behaved. I don't know whose kids those were. Saw, there were some in here. They were cool. They were chill. Okay. I saw I saw uh somewhere it was like a, a jaguar or a cheetah and like you had to back up because they said don't turn your back on them, I think. So you had to back up facing them and the jaguar was like it was crazy the way he was like trying to scare the the human off. Like he would like <laughs> glide on his tail at like a hundred miles per hour. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It was crazy. I was, don't mess with animals, man. I don't. See, you you <laughs> see, you do this sometimes. You go from like you go extremes. We're talking about dogs. I brought up a German shepherd and sprout. Man. Now you're talking about lions walking down the street of I Italy. I, I like like I said, I like dogs. I do. But I didn't see dogs turn. You seen a regular dog who's just the, the loved love their yeah. owner, all of a sudden just decide I'm gonna I'm gonna eat his arm off. Not the owner, but like the kid. Well, was it Cooper? Aiden, they might have been pulling on the lion's tail. <laughs> hey, if you pull on the lion's tail and you get eaten, it happens. It happens. Securing the bean, talking about I'm tripping. What are you talking about? Yo, who could pull it up? Where nothing happened. I think the Jaguar. Now, see, here's the other No, crazy I think thing. he's talking about you tripping on your take about animals turning. Not tigers, not lions, but like dogs. Oh, so I, and like I said, dogs, dogs ain't never. I ain't turn saying on never. More, what are, what are more we talking often about? Than not, they don't. All right. I love them. I love them from a distance, though. Okay. You had a dog. That was a little. That was a little baby. It was. A, was it an animal? It was a shit stew. You can't say that on the radio, can you? <laughs> talking about a dog. Yeah, that was a little bit. That wasn't gonna do nothing to nobody. But like, oh, let me get this this bully. That got like muscles looking like uh, goddamn Aaron Donald out there. The 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 pits that be looking like Aaron Donald. Like nah, bro. Oh no, nah, I ain't doing that. Keep away from me. Things are friendly, unless they raised by the wrong people. <sighs> bro, you had a dog. Your mom had a dog, right? That's those are yeah, two a different dogs. Retriever. Yeah. yeah. KC was a really nice dog. And for those who might be confused, KC was the dog's name. It confused mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. I didn't Trump. understand why Cheryl and El Grove was telling me about Casey going potty <laughs> in the house. I was like, hey, look, we can keep some secrets between us, but dang. Hey, then, it's what y'all get. You tune and, in the day before Thanksgiving. And we you got know, you. You know we what here. the real killer is? Because they're like, oh, yeah, Ryan got to get a pet. Ryan got to get a pet. You I think agree. Ryan going to take care of the pet or oh. me? Well, I think Jasmine's going to. No. You think Jasmine's going to take care of the pet yeah, or me? You, Who's taking care of the pet? You going to be me. here all I ain't day. even asked for the pet. And guess who's taking care of the pet? Well, my That's the other thing. I don't want nothing to do with that. Man, heartless. Man, Peter going to I'm going to send her over show. to your house if she want a pet. That's fine. She can, she can spend time she, over there. She, we ain't getting no pet at the house. She can come hang out with Uncle D-Lo. We ain't getting no pet at the house. That's fine. That's just fine. <laughs> Steelo and Casey. Um, 
brought to you by Sky River Casino. We just getting started. I I, I peeped out uh, the uh, Benedict Biederman's uh, oh. Twitter account, and shout out Chris, man, he's working hard in New Orleans. Um, yes. Doesn't look like Keegan's going tonight. Nah, he, he didn't go nah. through shoot around. So yeah. uh, we'll get you caught up on everything going on with the Kings. We're just getting started. Uh, <laughs> it'll be. It'll be an interesting four hours here with Dylan Casey. Kids. Uh, there are kids everywhere, dude. This isn't even bring your kid to work day. There's hella kids here. There's more kids here than adults. <laughs> Facts. There's like Aaron, Rich, and like nine kids. <laughs> CSPN 1320. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, we in here, man. Appreciate you being with us. Our main man, uh, Kyle Matson of the Insiders. Real quick, can I give a shout-out to the Big Sky Champion women's volleyball team at Sac State? Shout-out to them, man. Big ups. They're playing right now. That's the only reason okay. why I said that. But right. big, big Sky champions, man. They got a couple of MVP candidates for the conference. Big ups to that volleyball team, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. What's up? We welcome in our good friend Kyle Matson. Uh, the insiders in here to do the We do want to mention uh, a couple of things. Your podcast partner Chris Biederman is on the ground in New Orleans. Who? Oh, that's how I feel. We mentioned this before the break. Looks like Murray's probably not playing tonight. He didn't go around. Miles did. Uh, Sasha did. Mm-hmm. And Chris Dorothy. So I, I I don't I don't those three equal to Keegan. Uh, it's it's good that like some depth that the Kings lost uh, in the first half of that game will be back pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and of course now all eyes will shift to Keegan Murray. Who, uh, again, we pointed this out. You know the Kings play again Friday. It's been a a, a brutal basketball in terms of games played in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll have a couple of days off before the Warriors in the in season tournament at the Golden One Center on Tuesday. I think Trey Lyles coming back is going to be enormous if you're missing Keegan. Trey Lyles is going to play 30 minutes or anything crazy like that, but you talk about um, just replacing his shooting, replacing some of the things he can do on the court. Like Trey Lyles is one of the guys that I'd trust to do that. And then if Duarte's healthy, then 
think you're good to go. Dorte and Kobe Jones too. Kobe Jones are always like like his minutes. Who starts? Um, off the top of my head, probably Duarte. If Herder's good to go, which he should be, he played. Yeah, play. all indications are Herder's fine. Yeah. James so, said. Her- James said not to be surprised if Kessler Edwards starts. I could see that too, and that's and who started that. the second half mm-hmm. the other night. But that yeah. was without. I can't, was I can't remember. Duarte was out. He was he was out yeah. by the start of the second half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just I can see Kessler Edwards though. I but when, when someone like James says something like that, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's not just. I don't think he made that up. Well, so like Trey, is, that's out of the question. Probably Trey at the four, Harrison at the three. Probably. Yeah. In his first game back, I think so. Okay. Probably yeah. trying to ease that's him a in tough. a little bit. Yeah, I, I've uh, Rich. Dot Ripley at Odyssey.com asked me this earlier. He's probably nice, he's probably on a minutes restriction, right? Yeah. Only because it's the calf versus an ankle or a and game game minutes are just so much different than practice minutes and so i think just making sure he's good to go and just the sheer volume of time it took like he was like he hasn't played a regular season game yet the the thing i would say about that is maybe the reason why it took so long is because they wanted to make sure he came back without a minutes restriction that's fair point there's just game shape though right like that's one of the things with james harden playing he could throw up yeah for sure (laughs) he could he could he could puke if the Kings what? are playing the way that they're supposed to, he could, he could absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't you know. talking about that. I was just talking about the minutes he's going to play. Well, no, which you're, which you're, but like it, he's he's going to be get if the Kings play the way that they are supposed to, and and Trey's going to factor into it. Like he's going to get gassed. Yeah, for sure. Unless if, he's if been they, practicing a lot more, like with contact, than we're right. been made privy to. I just imagine, but just the timeline when he went back to contact practices versus their schedule. I don't know how much they've been pra- like really, really practicing since Trey got cleared. This was a, I don't know. A, a, I don't know how they go about it. They may have a minutes restriction on him, but I think back to De'Aaron. De'Aaron didn't have a minutes restriction when he well, came that, back, right? You, you, right, which is why I, I wonder. And again, I have no idea. But De'Aaron's ankle versus a calf injury. It, that, that, that's the only reason I, I thought it was interesting. Darren also had like a full camp and games under his belt when he got hurt preseason and all that. Mm-hmm. If Lyles is just now, he's just now coming back after um, what's it been two months? Uh, no, it's been about a Six month. Weeks? He he played. He got hurt in the the last Warriors game preseason game. He felt something in his calf in that warm up. So like six weeks in? Yeah, it's been about six weeks. So, so I mean, he's gotten nothing. That, I, that's one of the things with James Harden has been like getting in game shape. So I just kind of wonder what what that looks like for him for for Trey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, shift to the 49ers, short notice or short. No, Jesse, Kyle, they have the clock. For, oh, okay. yeah, how much it. 49ers we're talking? What's Stop the... it in. <laughs> right, run the clock. Um, <laughs> we're going way over today. Sure. Well, I mean, they play tomorrow. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're on, we're, we're on we're, Friday we're, schedule. Yeah, today. we're still in. Yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. in thirty minutes from Kyle on a on a on a on well, a Wednesday. That doesn't matter. <laughs> don't, don't we usually talk like two minutes of Forty ers when he comes in on Friday? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's their running point. bit. That's why I say. Yeah, I got you. But we're talking a lot of Forty ers today. It's a big time to. game. It's, it's a big huge. Time game. I mean, I don't know what else to say about the Kings and the Pelicans right now. I do have some questions about the Pelicans because, I mean. I think they, I do think they might pose some problems. Like I, I felt that. Kind of a matchup problem. Yeah, I felt that the other day. Mm-hmm. But it, they, you can't, you can't come out of that game going, oh, that, 
The Pelicans are just no. That that game is trash. Throw that away. Let's see what this <laughs> right. looks like. Like right. I still think the Kings are going to face problems, whether they were a hundred percent or not. Like the Pelicans are a problem. That's the thing is the Pelicans' talent level has never been a question. It's just is Zion on the court or not? Hmm. Is it Brandon Ingram on the court or not? Hmm. Like that's that's always been the question with that. When they're healthy, they're very good. Yeah. Were they were they in first place like like into December last year? Yeah, then Zion got hurt. The mm-hmm. thing that I always worried about Our with top them, three? and yeah, I've said it a number of different times, is we haven't seen them play well with Zion and Ingram in there at the same time. I mm-hmm. think they pose problems stylistically mm-hmm. with with how they play together. Usually when they go off, one's out. Yeah, You know what I mean? And the other one can do what they're supposed to do. The other day, they were both there cooking. So, um, And even they've both been relatively healthy this year, and I think they're – Below five hundred, I think they're six and seven. I think they're back right to five hundred now. Maybe seven and seven yeah. after that win. So yeah, we'll see. I don't think they're going to score sixty one again. Combined, I hope Ooh. that'd be tough. <laughs> mm, well, good to go now to the forty nine ers. Yeah, yeah, I think okay, now. Okay, no, now yeah, restart the bit. clock. Okay, all right. Um, there's you know, a, one last you, thing, you, real quick. You no, talk about you, you talk about like matchup problems. I mean, you have. <laughs> Now, this is the case for Seattle as well. This isn't a problem exclusive to the 49ers, but it's one of those games where it's short week. It's mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's division rival. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's, there's all of those kind of X factors at play here. And all right, if it's nine to eight, just go win the game and don't really take anything from it. The unique thing is, and if they play again next Thursday. No, Is that no, right? no, just next no. Sun, uh, regular Sunday. Oh, yeah. the, the next yeah. Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. my fault. I thought they played back, the, back after the Philly game that Sunday. Yeah. Got you. Got yeah, you, this got is you. their so second the Thursday three. night game. They're they're done. Which is a crime. Two well, Thursday night games. Yeah, well, we got to play two Thursday night games. Crazy. Although I, getting getting the mini buy before playing Philly is a big deal. Part of me unless wonders, they lose to Seattle, and then it doesn't matter. Part of me wonders if they asked the 49ers, They said, "Look." You can either go overseas or you can have two Thursday games. Pick one. Yeah, I feel like the Niners pick two Thursday games. I can see that. Don't the can't the can't the does, does the league dictate who goes overseas? I thought the team could reject that. Am, am I wrong? I don't think so. Yeah, the league can't reject. I, mean, I think I'm sorry, I, the I don't know how much I don't know how much like wheeling and dealing goes on. I know the Niners haven't been on hard knocks. Yeah, the Niners because they've, they've been they've like skated on. All the stuff that you saw. They've been like, they've been like, we'll go to Mexico City instead. We'll we'll play an international game instead of going on hard knocks. Mm. So I don't know if in that in that instance, if the NFL just says, nope, you're going overseas, or if the Niners go, hey, what if instead of going overseas, we played on Thursday night twice and played on Christmas? Mm. If if that was the NFL going, okay, like that that works, Mm. or because I I think they do um, work with the Forty Niners. For the schedule and like the first four or five weeks, like because yeah, getting of the, the back to back, all this other stuff, and getting the back to back East Coast games. Yeah, I think the I think the Niners, I think it's been reported they've actively said like, hey, we'll play on the road early, mm-hmm. you know, more times than not, so they don't have to deal with the sun thing and all all this other yeah. stuff. So, and I think they do that with every team; they take it into account as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I know how much uh, 49ers fans love Ofunga. Um, how big of a loss is that? Like on the field. <laughs> okay, so yeah, don't be disrespectful, Kyle. No, I'm not gonna be disrespectful. <laughs> I'm just like he stinks. No, he's a good player. 
and he was an all pro last year and a and a and a and a really good player. And losing him is not a good thing. However, yeah. I don't think he is irreplaceable in the way Nick Bosa or Fred Warner are irreplaceable. This, this is defense. a this isn't dis, like his popularity like outweighs his Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's 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 always how I took it. Like this fan base has been in on him. You know, I, <laughs> well, yeah, and he's well, he's just he's awesome. Especially at USC, he was like a defensive player of the year, and or outstanding. He's what, one of those uh, hard work. Like the, the Kings fans would love a guy like who yes. played like him. Like yes. that's the type of player like Kings fans love on the Kings. Well, like that's what he is to the Forty Nine ers. He's a dog, guys, but he's you guys, good. You guys tell me if I'm wrong. He's almost. Hmm, he's almost like Debo on the defense. He's a playmaker. Mm. Debo doesn't run the best routes. He's not like this stud wide receiver. Mm. He's not a. He's. I don't. I don't look at him like Justin Jefferson, and I don't look at Hufanga like even though he wasn't all pray, pro. Whoever the best safety is, right? But they're playmakers. They I, are playmakers. They change the game with their plays from time to time. Yeah, in, in both directions though, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the thing. So the the Dante Pettis touchdown against the Bears in Week One last year. Was Hufanga just vacating that half of the field because he went to go chase Justin Justin Fields on the, toward the other sideline? Mm-hmm. He leaves that area. Dante Pettis scores a touchdown. There was one against the Raiders that happened the same way, and there was another one. I can't remember who it is who it was against, but there's there are plays that yeah he's going to go get an interception. He's going to be around the football. That's what he was really good at at SC. But there are also plays where he's out of position. And trying to make a play and trying to be over aggressive. We saw last week he got flagged for an offsides by running up to the line of scrimmage too far. Mm-hmm. Like he just ran into the neutral zone and stopped. Like that's just a, like an unnecessary mistake. But that aggressiveness is why he is so good and why he, he's leading the team in interceptions. He and gets sacks on those plays sometimes. Made, right, right. You right. Know what I mean? When he times that's, up the snap, he's going right. to make a great play in the backfield. So I think that being a USC guy, having the hair going. <laughs> Um, training with Troy Polamalu, like his profile and popularity are, are are higher than his. I don't want to say production, but like yeah. meaning to the no, defense. I, absolutely. And so that's 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 what I'm trying to say is he's a good player, but I think Jair Brown can replicate a lot of what you get from Talano Hufanga. And to be clear, that's not a bad thing, by the way. What no, I was Jair Brown's to, an awesome player. Well, no, I meant about Hufanga. What I was trying to oh, yeah, differentiate yeah. is like he's such a. I didn't, he's such a fan favorite, the reaction to the injury. Of course, you never want anyone to get injured. Yeah. But it was so, like, overwhelming. It was like, oh, no, we lost, like, Nick Bosa. Like, mm. no. Right. But you did lose a player that, yes. like, you, you love. You lost a and, good player. Yeah, you lost a really good player yeah. who, like, this fan base absolutely yeah. loves. Uh, um, I feel I feel like Hufanga, with Jair Brown there, I talked about it yesterday. You may be losing a little bit in the playmaking sense. Maybe losing a little bit against the run, like the way he mm-hmm. he comes up there against the run. But you may be gaining something in coverage. I agree. And I I don't know how to you know quantify would, that. Like what's more important or not? But I I think they're different. I think he brings strengths that Hufanga mm-hmm. probably didn't bring, and Hufanga had strengths that he may not have. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a good point. I wouldn't sleep on Jair Brown as a tackler. Like that was one of his things at Penn State. Like my guy would get down on the get, my 
We get down near the line of scrimmage. Why are you so worried about your words? <laughs> because I was going to say my guy goes down and he's not afraid to stick his nose in in the box. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I th- no, you said, no, don't throw a flag on it's me. It's a 10-yard penalty. Holding. No, Kyle Madsen. Repeat third down. I got baited I got baited into it. <laughs> He's not afraid to get down near the line of scrimmage. They always see the second guy. I, just, I know. That's, I know. I got pushed. I took a swing. Flag on me. Uh, no, I, I. He's not afraid to go defend the run down near the line of scrimmage. Um, but I do think one of the worries is like he gave up that forty-one yard reception against Tampa Bay. That was just a rookie mistake. Mm. That was he ran up to the receiver and then stopped. When the receiver, he was over aggressive getting downhill, and then not aggressive enough getting back. Like mm. it was so, but that's a rookie mistake. He also came up with two huge pass breakups and an interception mm. in in a quarter plus, and that was also his big thing at Penn State. Was he just generated turnovers? Mm. His two years as a starter, I think he, he I think he had like ten interceptions and six forced fumbles. Mm. Like he just that's that's his thing. Like that is what he does. So I think you're gonna gain something, like you said, in coverage a little bit. But I don't I don't think you're gonna lose a ton in in run defense mm-hmm. i think it's going to be a little bit more versatile of a, of a playmaker but i also think that you're going to get some rookie mistakes that you would not get from from talano Hofanga. you know one of the things that I, I love i think they had this with jimmy ward as well when he was back there to help Hufanga, uh mm-hmm. the, ironically yeah it's Deshaun gibson he's seen it all done it all you yeah. know and he may not be the most skilled guy or whatever but he's the old vet that yeah. can can help the rookie and say hey this is where you're supposed to be here yep look out for it. Like he's going to walk him through everything that he needs to know mm-hmm. from play to play. So, you know, hope, the hope is he doesn't get caught off guard with a whole lot. Like he's got the guy back there to, to help him out. That's going to be especially important against Seattle where you have Tyler Lockett, who's so dynamic down the field. Mm. You have DK Metcalf potentially, who's like all of a sudden on the injury report with the toe thing, but mm. you might have DK Metcalf, who's so dynamic down the field, obviously. Uh, I, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is, is better than his production has shown this year. Uh, so you're going to need Jair Brown to be good, and I think that's a great point with Tayshawn Gibson and just preparing on a short week and making sure that he's not uh, not a player that the Seahawks are kind of circling and being like, we're going to put this guy in conflict and we're just mm-hmm. going to just take advantage of him. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy named Offensive Player of the Week. We've had a lot of discussions about in, in recent weeks that it feels, or recent days, I should say, that it doesn't feel like there's a clear cut front runner for the MVP Mm -hmm. and now I feel like the conversation has started to become it went from well it's not Brock Purdy like it can't be Brock Purdy to like wait a minute why can't it be Brock Purdy yeah who's head and shoulders above Brock Purdy right now and I think the answer is nobody if Jalen Hurts here's what this is separate from the Brock Purdy thing put a pin in the Brock Purdy thing for a second if Jalen Hurts continues having the season he's having and wins MVP the MVP award is a joke He's not so, been. He's just, then then just give it to the best quarterback or the the quarterback on the best team, and that's it, the award now. So so, I feel you. We see this in the NBA a lot. Mm-hmm. Would the if 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 what you just laid out and Jalen's having a fine season, he's not having a phenomenal season, right? But he had a phenomenal season, right? That got cut short, and if it really does become a, I don't really know who it is. Do they lean on? Jalen probably should have won it last year. Let's give it to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and the and the Eagles are fifteen and two. Yeah, and you could argue whether that's okay or it's not. But I again, we see that in the NBA a lot. Mm-hmm. There, that could be. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it wouldn't shock thinking. me. And it's not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be egregious. It's not. Let me. Let me backtrack real quick. It's not like Jalen Hurts is having a bad year. He's having a really good season. But this comes down to again the the award itself now just being a quarterback award. Like Miles Garrett right now. If the Browns go thirteen and four, and their defense is as good as it's been, like you're going to tell me that Miles Garrett means less to the Browns than Jalen Hurts does to the Eagles. Mm. You and if you're going to dock for Nick Bosa last year. The, the way he played defense. Yeah, he was. He, right. I'm, a, I'm agreeing with were, you. Like, were, yeah, like, yeah, he was. A, he's. If you're if we're doing it for real, he should have been an MVP candidate last year. Yeah, I, right. But the, he had no chance with the way with the way the award is, and I think right. Mahomes won it last year. And he, I mean, he was deserving. He was really good. But my my this now brings Brock Purdy into it, where I saw somebody saying the other day, and I, I just I couldn't disagree more with this. But because of Brock Purdy's weapons, he can't win MVP. Yeah, that's cat. And that's stupid. DeAndre Swift is an awesome player. The Eagles' offensive line is the best offensive line in the league. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown is one of the two or three best wide receivers in football. Devontae Smith is a top I don't know, 15 wide receiver in football. Like, the Eagles are loaded, too. Well, that's, So if that's, that's going to be your argument against Brock Purdy, then it, fine. But are. then you also have to take... Jalen Hurts off the table. They arguably have the best duo wide receiver in, in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's all a hypothetical for Jalen winning when all you have to do is look at Patrick Mahomes and say, well, he can't win it because Tyreek Hill is the most dynamic wide receiver we might have ever seen. Right. Oh, Travis and Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's there, it's too. A, it's, a st- it's just such a – it's a dumb argument. So, I don't – I don't agree with that. Um, and it's like if, Patrick Mahomes doesn't get punished for having Andy Reid like Brock Purdy does, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. Right. Like, like Andy Reid is a, a scrub. Right. right. So here's my, here's my Brock Purdy argument at this point. Not even an argument. If he does what he's – if he stays on pace for what he is on pace for, 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions, nine and a half yards per attempt, 116 passer rating – and the 49ers, and again, this is in the, the magical world where all of this goes right for them. He's playing that well. They beat Seattle twice. They win in Philly. They finish the year 14-3. and three. Brock Purdy's going to win the MVP award. I don't, like, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on a 14-3 and three team, 13-4 and four team with 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, less than 10 picks, a near record yards per attempt. Like, that's what voters are going to look at. Mm-hmm. But I get right now, they're looking at, okay, well, the Niners have lost three games, and Brock Purdy threw five interceptions in those three games. Um, meanwhile, the Eagles are 9-1. and one. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback there, so he's going to be the favorite right now. Mm. But a lot can change with this award, and if Purdy keeps playing well and the Niners somehow go on this magical run where they don't lose again this year, yeah. then Purdy's going to win the award. Mm. Yeah. So He's been really, really good. Been really solid. He's been really good. I, I'm. He's a little. I want to say better than I thought he was, and I was really high on mm-hmm. Brock Purdy coming into the season. But um, like some of this stuff, like it's clear, like why Kyle felt the way he felt. Like, yeah. And and why in February of last year they were like, "Oh, he's the number one quarterback." Him and John Lynch were saying, mm-hmm. oh, he's the number one quarterback. Yeah, he's the guy. And people were like, this is unfair. Da, da, da. And I remember we were on the show, and, and I was torn because you know how much I love Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And I liked him, and I wanted to say, man, it's not fair because he hurt himself. He should get the opportunity. But I, w- I was watching those guys like, yo, this dude, Brock, is nice. Tat, tat, tat. <laughs> he's nice. Hit that, tat, tat. 
And I was like, yo, this guy's got to be, he's got to be number one. Like I've seen enough to say he should be the number one quarterback. And they, 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 they got a lot of heat for that to say the least, but it's clear now why they felt that way. Yeah, man. He's, he's just, he's a really solid player. My questions now with him, I wanted to see, okay, last year was five starts. That's not enough. I gotta, I gotta see it again. We have a season's worth of starts now. Okay. I've seen enough. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL and a, and a, and a very good one in particularly in this system like okay uh, with these weapons i've seen all that um for me now he's elevated the offense higher than any other quarterback has under under kyle shanahan like the he's he's doing it with not great pass blocking and his receivers aren't wide open all the time when you go look at all the metrics of throwing to open receivers he's just he's a good player Mm. okay but none of that matters if they get into a playoff setting and they're down three in the NFC title game with a minute and a half left and two timeouts, and they go four and out. Mm. He, that's my question with him, and I don't think that's an unfair question. Well, because we just haven't gotten to see him do it yet. And, and so, and and I know you're not saying this. You're you're very level headed, so I, I know you understand this. But if that happens this year and he doesn't do it, that doesn't mean he can't do it. No doubt. And I think that's how people will say, like, well, he can't do it. And well, what do you, this is one time yeah. where it didn't happen. What if mm-hmm. it what if in those scenarios for his, his career he goes five and four? Like there'll be other times sure. when he can't do it. Yeah. Or doesn't get it done. That doesn't mean he can't do it. Yeah. That's just that's my lasting my last question with him is can he get the Niners over the the proverbial wall they've run into with Jimmy Garoppolo, like they needed Jimmy Garoppolo to make a couple plays, and and he never did for him. So can Brock Purdy go make those plays? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brilliant work over here at NinersWire.com. What can the 49ers do tomorrow that they have never accomplished in franchise history? Uh, win back to back years in Seattle. Ooh, never done crazy. it. It's never happened before. That's crazy. Like I know they didn't do it. That's what I, that like, was the noise I made when I. Ooh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, clicked on it. Like it was brilliant work by the writers. Yeah, thanks, man. It's uh, it's really really tough. Niners uh, Wire edition of the Insiders hoodie available at Devo and That's right. <laughs> the ones that Kyle's parents didn't buy are still still there. Thirty percent off through Sunday. That's fact. <laughs> no, it's uh, it quietly it, it, put the Demarcus Cousins hoodie back up too. Just, oh, I didn't tell nobody. Is it that one right there? Yeah. Oh, okay. There aren't very many people who have that, but we we because we I kind of felt weird about it. I was like, ah, I don't know, and got a, got a bit of a cosign, so I just quietly put it back okay. up. Shout out, cuz. Love that, man. Love, man. Right. Always. Shout out. Uh, yeah, so I thought maybe they'd done it, because I knew they didn't do it between like 2010 and now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, 0203, they didn't get them in Seattle twice? Like, mm-hmm. Nope. That's never. what's crazy about the vision. That's that's why we talk about the game. To, if it's 9 to 7, like, just find a way Throw to win the game. Throw the records out the window, dude. Yeah, just like, find a way to win the game. That's it. Yeah. They should Seattle, be, they, I think they're six and a half point favorites. They should win by It's up to seven scores. now. They should win by two scores. Uh, they should that's, like that's they like you think okay Gino banged up maybe no DK Metcalf no uh, Kenneth Walker you think like okay yeah the Niners are that much better but dude Seattle's a tough place to play it's like and it's just dude weird yeah. stuff happens in division it, games like right. if they went if they went if they won uh, James picked thirty one seventeen if that wow. was a final I wouldn't I wouldn't be oh, shocked that's I would, a lot of points I'd be surprised points. yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be really I'd, surprised I'd be I'd be I'd be like, oh wow, they had a great game in Seattle. That's 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 nuts. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be floored. 
But I also wouldn't be floored if if the Seahawks won 24-13 or something. You know, you're right. It is a tough place to play. I heard, you know, one of the stadium upgrades was to upgrade the speakers. And, you know, that's, (laughs) you know, you got to, that's a big upgrade for them. Why do you do that? I'm just saying we all know they're pumping in noise. They've they been do. doing it for years. I don't think they do. I see people sitting on their hands, been... and somehow it, it, it looks, it sounds like uh, a damn uh, airplane. Come like on, I man. say that, like you see every single person in there not making noise. <laughs> it's like those old Goldberg chants. Like, how come no one's mouth is moving? Why is why, that's weird? How familiar are you with the Goldberg chants, by the way? Kyle Matson, the insiders, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, 10 to 12, Monday through Friday here on D Lone Casey. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, ESPN 1320 is the. Hell with your Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back. We'll uh, get back into the Kings in that matchup against the Pelicans. Also, y'all, Insane's tournament is fire. Oh, and I don't know yeah. if it's a coincidence or what, but I'm this thing is fire. Yeah. I'm all the way in. On the uh, we'll talk about right. that as well. Also, Talk about Mike Brown too. He spoke on that on the in season tournament. Yeah, nah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's ESPN thirteen twenty. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But the two places. Geography class here with Dylan Casey. Somewhere in the DMV and not so much in the. <laughs> More so in the MV. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say not so much in the. <laughs> in the district. <laughs> but I was going to say it's the DMV and I said not so much in the. <laughs> yeah. It's more in the MV. I could see myself in Maryland or Virginia. I, you were going to say not so much in the D is well, what you were going to say. Said, hey, no, that's what, hey, that's what he was. Hey, sir. Like, hey, no, no, no. Hey, I could hey, see you thinking. No flag here, pal. Hey. hey keep it moving. Hey. That's great officiating right there. Great officiating right there. Hey, yeah, so more so in the Maryland, Virginia. And then Charlotte, even though I've never been there, looks like a place that I would like. Okay. I, th- I think that's about it Charlotte for my East Coast still living. feels like the South. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So I think cool. that I, I think that's about it for my East Coast living, though. I don't really think I could be anywhere other than those well, two places. Charlotte, the district, and New York? Uh, 
now that I'm, I don't I have think a you'd family. like DC. I don't think you. No, like I take I take DC out of it. Oh, okay. It's just okay. Maryland and Virginia. Um, now that I I got a family, I don't think I'd want to live in New York with a family. Before I had, you know, you could live in Stanford, Connecticut. Shout out Bridgeport. Wouldn't want to live there. Bridgeport. No, you don't want to live in Bridgeport. You <laughs> Bridgeport don't want crazy. to live there. Bridgeport but crazy. Stanford's like on the New York side, and it's right outside the city. Mm. And it's a nice, it's a very wealthy, I mean, that's perfect for your lifestyle. Greenwich, Connecticut's not too far away. It's perfect for you. It's right there. Uh, I popped so big the first time I drove past that <laughs> sign, that WWE sign. Uh, I was driving <laughs> driving uh, back from New York, and looked off to the right and was like, oh, <laughs> hey, I started thinking, could I go in? Like, is it this exit? What exit is it? Can I get into the building? I didn't, I didn't see the building. I was on the train going from uh, New York City to Bridgeport. Oh, and yeah, we, this, one of the stops was Stanford. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap, yeah. Stanford, let's go. We here. We here. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. It's got a, you know, the giant flag waving above it. Don't forget they have money in the bank there. They did. The pandemic money in the bank was there. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. It must be a hard. Like it must be like a hard. No, didn't they throw like Rey Mysterio <laughs> off the top of Titan Towers? Didn't they throw him off the building? I don't know. I, I think there was like. I think it. Jesse, can you look this up? Did they throw Rey Mysterio off of the top of Titan Towers during money in the bank? I'm nearly positive they did. Yo, it's come like on, when man. they when they knocked the big show, when Hulk Hogan pushed the big show off of the top of the building in Detroit and he just came back like 20 minutes later, like Hogan came out cuz he thought he killed the giant and then like the giant just walks down the aisle, beats him and takes the title. <laughs> Who was was did uh was it Gronk that got uh got knocked off like the top of the Thunderdome? No, Gronk Gronk jumped. <laughs> I think it was at WrestleMania. Maybe there was a bunch of guys down at the on the on the bottom, and he jumped <laughs> from like this pedestal. And there's like a video on the network of Gronk, like, "How do I do this?" And so Vince does it. Oh wow! Vince climbs over the barricade and goes, "All you do, you just fall." And he climbs over the barricade, and you can see the guy. Oh God, Vince! Vince is Vince is gonna jump. Get the get the crash pad, and he just. Takes a bump <laughs> off the top of the top of the thing. They had but a, Gronk had the guys to to catch him. They had another one that I saw, and they laid him down very gently. <laughs> yeah, he still played at the time. Uh, recently, That's, no, he was retired because well, he came back to play. Well, he, well, was, he, retired. Came, he was retired. He was retired. He, he had back. to get beat by someone. I think he lost. He had the twenty four seven title. He lost our truth. I think. I think our truth went to the field at Tampa. <laughs> And beat him on the football field so they could end the story of Gronk being the 24-7 title because he went back he to, play, to with, play with Brady. Ray was thrown off the roof, by the way. Damn. That's great. Wow. Survived. Ray thrown off the roof of Titan Towers and still hasn't retired. <laughs> and yet it's Dominic who's his worst. <laughs> who, who was it? Because uh, I saw this recently on Twitter. Somebody got thrown off of... I don't know if it was the stage because do it. I think it was an empty arena. It's, Somebody it's got take a bump like that in an empty arena. They got, but they got thrown off of, you know, maybe the second floor of the arena or something like that. But obviously, obviously they didn't. But they came back. They're like, "Oh my gosh, he threw him off!" And the camera like cuts away and then cuts to them on the cement floor laid down. <laughs> 
Like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then they were just back. They were just back like the next week. There's a, I think it's WrestleMania 17. It's Taker and, and Triple H. And Taker like choke slams Triple H off of this like camera setting. They're outside of the ring. And he chokeslam, and, 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 the, and the camera view is incredible. Yeah. He takes this steep drop, and, you know, good God, good God, he just threw him off the stage. And then the dumbass director gets the replay, and you see Triple H up in the air, and he takes this giant chokeslam, and then you see all of this, like, fluffy stuff fly up in the When he hits the cushion, it's like, well... That went to hell. And then Undertaker <laughs> takes this big jump, and it couldn't have looked more fun. Uh-huh. Like, he takes this big jump where he drops the elbow, and it's like it's like in a bouncy house. <laughs> All right. That sky zone somewhere. Got him. Cause Slick Rick, I think you're right. He says it was Kurt Angle who, who got thrown off of something, and then the camera cuts, and he's on the cement floor laid out. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh my god! See, the bad part is AEW is probably going to really oh, throw someone bro. off the top of a building. Hey, I can't watch AEW for this, man. It's going to get a- nah, man. It's going to happen. AEW is just going to throw someone off the top of a building for a stunt and go. Damn, oh, see what happens. They got to push you. the limits. Every meeting for John Moxley, Max. Hey guys, what if I bleed this week? <laughs> hey guys, what if you stick a fork in my eyeball? That'll that'll get the fans excited. John Moxley's going to look like uh, Lojack. Wasn't that his name? New, New Jack. Jack. New Jack. Jack. Had all the scars on his head. On his New forehead. Jack took some wild bumps. He took a second floor to the concrete bump, like Jesus a real one, goodness. and took someone with him. He got up there with uh, Big Boy. I think his name was Vic Grimes or something. Got got up there with Big Boy, and he went to he went to throw him off. And Vic, Vic was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do it." And New Jack was like, "Buddy, we're doing it." Oh, and he grabbed him and pulled him. And like he like oh he jacked himself up bad. That's probably why he's no longer with us. Oof. Like New Jack's not with us, right? No. Yeah, no. New Jack's not with us. He died about a year or two ago. Yeah. You remember when they used to have Zack Ryder in the wheelchair and they used to just wheel him off the stage like that would be. Oh, the and Kane, yeah, yeah, Kane was a menace. <laughs> I saw that yesterday. <laughs> hey, Kane was a menace. I remember Kane tombstone Linda McMahon on the <laughs> oh, on the uh on the the stage. Good old wrestling. Yeah, it's the best. Man. Gotta love it. I'll tune into Survivor Series this weekend. Uh, yeah, I will. I, ain't doing I mean, else. I don't even know nothing else. It's like good football on a college football. Yeah, I feel like most of the good games are in the morning. Is yeah. that nine twelve? Like, what's the night game? I don't. Know. I mean, it's a rivalry game, so you're right. Like, it 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 it'll, it'll, it'll be good because it'll be a rivalry. I don't know if they game. have any BCS impl- or it's not BCS anymore. I'm old. That's a throwback. Yeah, I'm old. I don't know if it have. Any college football playoff implications, though. You're right. There's really only one game. This, uh, two games. Well, this. no. They're, they're, I mean, I did. who's who's Washington? Who's Washington? Washington got? plays Washington State. So that's at so one what, o'clock, though. Is, is Florida State in Florida, right? Yeah, but. I know, but. Yeah. Let's see. Any late games with any implications? No, nah, not really. You got North Carolina, North Carolina State. No, nah, you're yeah. right. You're right. So it's yeah, going to be the good. The, the, the good ones are in the morning. Yeah. Um, the end season tournament is fire. Oh man, that Hawks Pacers game was incredible, absolutely incredible. Shout out Shivano. I didn't know when I started watching that Shivano. At the time I started watching, I think Shivano was like four of four. 
There was no defense in this game. This was so. Uh, it, 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 someone um, and I, I, I should find the tweet to give him credit. I, I posted like this game is hilarious, and someone responded, "This is what people thought the Los Angeles <laughs> Clippers and Sacramento Kings was. It was not that." These two teams, it was almost like, no, you go ahead. We're just going to try to score as quickly as we can. No, 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 go ahead. Score. Okay, get us the ball. We're going to go try to score. I don't think the shot clock saw single digits. Um, I don't think there was a stop until maybe the final 90 seconds. Mm. And Shivano, back-to-back huge threes. Big-time threes. Finished, I think, six of six. Tyrese finished with like 37 or something like that. Mm. 37 and 16, killing. maybe? And that, I saw King's Twitter. Y'all got to stop doing this. Stop responding to randos of other fan bases. Mm. Y'all, 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 you, y'all, I, I saw all of y'all getting out there in, in arguments with a dude who ain't had engagement on his Twitter account. What was since, he talking What was, it, what was it He issue? was talking about um, Fox and Halley could have been the backcourt of the century, but, you know, the Kings are stupid or whatever. And I, I mean, I was like, y'all, stop it. Stop it! Stop engaging with these people. You know, let I, them live in their let let them let them live in their stupidity. I we was keep th- it moving. I was thinking about this last night because of that game, uh, really, and you know, get caught up every now and then. I'm not going to act holier than now, but I, I'm I'm going to try to make it a point, and I have been trying to make it a point to not let NBA Twitter affect my enjoyment of the NBA. Right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like the Pacers ain't never done nothing to me. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, hey. I love, I love, I love Tyrese's game. I love, and like you mentioned the other day, he he teetered on the, you know, because I'll be holding grudges. He teetered on the e- teetered on the edge of mm-hmm. a heel turn. Yep, but he came put, back. He put the chair down. Yeah, put the chair down. He came back. He got love. He ain't got no no issue with what's going mm-hmm. on in Sacramento. I don't have any issue with him or want to see him fail or the Pacers are or nothing fun like that. as hell to watch. They are. They are. That's entertaining basketball. They're going to be in the playing game. I can't wait to see who they yeah. play. Or excuse yeah. me, the in-season tournament. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to see who they play and how that works out. Don't let NBA Twitter, and I love NBA Twitter. I do love NBA Twitter. It's what makes the NBA one of the best leagues, if not the best league, in, in all the sports. But sometimes it gets a little wild. Don't let those wild times on NBA yeah, Twitter don't. affect your enjoyment of the NBA. Yeah, that game, that was a league pass game, man. That one was a lot of fun. I didn't like the court and the jersey makeup of that one. It, it got a little, like, confused. I was watching, mm-hmm. so shout out YouTube. They had, I, I got both both games on, the Sixers and Cavs. I got the, the split screen. Yeah. So, you know, it was obviously a smaller screen. There was both, they, they were all, like, some semblance of blue mm-hmm. in both of the uniforms. So, I, I got... I got a little confused, and it was like, wait, where is this game being played? I saw the State Farm thing, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. I remember what Indiana's court looks like. Um, but that game that game was a blast. And the Cavs and Sixers was good. It was a good game, too. Y'all, that game was really, really yeah. good. The Lakers stunk. Like, the Lakers and Jazz was well, the the awful. Jazz stunk. The, well, yeah, the, I should have said the Lakers game stunk. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's another conversation, too. One, hey, salute to the Lakers. They've won six or seven. They have. Say, say it, though, because I thought the same thing on Friday night. I think about what you're going to say. I don't think we are going to say the same thing. Why the hell are the Jazz continuously on national TV? Yeah, that's not what I was going to say, but uh, that's a great question. Why, like, why? Uh, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Know. They're not some exciting team. They've had, like, five national TV games already. I don't know. And I'm sitting there on the plane on Friday, sitting up here, you know, after the De'Aaron Fox does what he does. They're like, yeah, let's go to 
Utah for Phoenix and Utah. Like, what? Why? Are, why is Utah on here? Mm-hmm. Why do we got to see them? And especially because I was like, why didn't they just put the Rockets and the Clippers on there? I know the Rockets are who they are uh, coming into the season, mm-hmm. but put the Rockets on. Why? Why is Utah? And then for them to be back on national yeah. TV again on Tuesday, get them out of there. They're almost like the Bears. Have you noticed the Bears have sneakily been on national TV like four times? Yeah. For what? Yeah. The Bears got history though. Utah is just irrelevant. Like the Bears, you can you can make an argument for the Bears. Utah shouldn't just just be on league. Bears pass probably forever. have a big fan base. I get your point. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with not you. a fan of the Bears, and I don't want to see them. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be forced to watch them on Thursday or Monday. I understand. They're bad. Uh, the Lakers won their won their group last night. Again, they've won six of seven. They look. I don't know. They look. They look fine. I guess. I don't know. All right. Like I I I wanted to be like I'm just still not in I I maybe my maybe I set my expectations too high when all this started because I really thought eh, Lakers could be scary now I don't really think they're scary I don't think they're bad I don't know maybe they're just a cool team I mean they're, maybe that's they're all cool. they are I I don't I don't, I'm you know you play who you play you win you win the games but I mean it it's not necessarily murderous row the Suns win is cool um, but after that they in this run. They played Portland, Memphis, the Kings, Portland, Houston, Utah. Like they've done what they've had to do. Well, they've Houston's gotten fat off of. A good win. Yeah, Houston, Houston, a good, I mean, Houston, and Phoenix are good wins. Yeah, but yeah. they played another good team in, in the Kings and got beat up. So they've done. This is something that you would want, right? You would want. All right, we're not playing our best basketball. You got teams coming in that you should be able to handle. Let's handle them and try and start to feel good about ourselves. That's what they've done. But you know. I'm with you. I, I don't. I haven't changed my second opinion on the Lakers. They're not maybe as impressive as I probably thought they would have been at the start of the season. I understand. Yeah, I, I'm going to need to see it against some high caliber teams for me to go back to how I felt about them at the beginning of the season. Steelo and KC here, understandable on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRX QHD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app, uh, live on 1320 TV as well, on Twitch, YouTube, uh, and the app formerly known as Twitter. Wherever you're at on this Thanksgiving Eve, we truly appreciate you uh, letting us be a part of your day here. What I was going to say about uh, the Lakers was I need Reggie or Kevin Harlan or Shaq, Kenny, all of us, collectively. Uh we got to stop trying to manage LeBron James' minutes. That's a grown-ass man. LeBron is playing at an elite level. LeBron James has never played at anything other than an elite level. Listening to those guys, I love Kevin Hart. Listen to those guys last night trying to, oh, you you know, you're up by so You got to get LeBron out. You got to get him this. You got to do this. You got to do that. Let let, Let LeBron play. I know we went in with this idea because I believe it came from Darvin Ham. And maybe because it came from Darvin Ham, it means it came from LeBron James about how many minutes LeBron James was going to play per game this year. We all knew, or at least we all should have known, if the Lakers were struggling, LeBron was going to play. He was going to do everything he could to make sure that the Lakers win games. Mm. And this this undying obsession with LeBron's age is incredible. LeBron James is phenomenal because of LeBron James, the basketball player. It's an added footnote that he's 38 years old. LeBron James isn't phenomenal at the age of 38. LeBron James is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And all of this, oh, we're worried about it. Oh, we got to do, oh, you, 
You can't ask him to do it. Dude's been carrying teams his entire career. Let him figure this out. Let the man play basketball with all this, all, out all this badgering about minutes and minutes per game and all of that nonsense. Can I can I play devil's advocate just a little bit? Of course. Maybe in the back of their mind. And there's no – I don't know if there's any correlation at all to this being an issue. But this was almost like the year Kobe tore his Achilles where some would say Mike D'Antoni ran him into the ground and, and broke his body down at that particular age. And maybe that's – some of the concern of your – you can do this now, but if you're doing this all the way up into March, you're going you're gonna to wear this guy out. That's fair, I guess. It's, fa- it's, it's not I, say, I guess. I say, it's fair. It's fair. I say there's no – there's no, we don't know if the minutes played – was what led to the Achilles tear. That, and, and so that's you know what, what that's exactly what I was going to ask because I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor and I try not to play one on this show. But is an Achilles tear a usage injury? If it is, buddy, you've got my attention. Uh, if it's not, you know, what are we talking about? Like, you guys, the, the, the same people – Harp on LeBron James spending a million or a million and a half dollars on his body per year and all of the treatments he puts into. Oh, okay. He does that for this. Mm-hmm. He did it when he was 24, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 to play at this level for as long as he could. It's worked. He's doing it now to play at this level. If you trusted it 10 years ago, Trust it now. It's just difficult because the Lakers are always on, or I'm tuning in the league. I'm just tired of hearing them talk about LeBron James and, okay. and managing these minutes. Like, this dude has a handful of years. Yo, enjoy every minute this dude plays. If he plays 40 minutes tonight, let him play. We watched him in that Kings game. He wanted that Kings game bad. He looked gassed. Mm-hmm. And it was less – I don't think it was the minutes that he played. It was the way that the Kings play mm. that had him gassed because that's not how the Lakers play. Right. And anyone the 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 the, <laughs> the play that brought him within nine, <laughs> you know the 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 big and one play that got the highlights. Yeah, what the camera didn't do was follow him afterwards. Mm. Bro was cooked, like he was cooked, mm-hmm. and that I think is a, a I think that's a a trait of how Sacramento plays versus LeBron James is playing so many minutes like you. Can, you got to have him fresh in the fourth quarter. Like LeBron's not going to be fresh in the fourth quarter. De'Aaron Fox isn't going to be fresh in the fourth quarter. They're they're fourteen years apart, thirteen right. years apart. That's that's not how basketball games work. Yeah. So stop worrying so much about LeBron and let my man cook. No, I feel you. I feel you. the The other reason I think that comes up too is LeBron, in no direct way, told you that he doesn't want to do. He will do it, and he believes he can. Obviously, doesn't want to. Yeah. He was trying to put all this on Anthony Davis and hand it off to him so he can kind of monitor, you know, the 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 minutes, maybe not the minutes per se, but you know just how much he's got to go out there and 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 play 39, 40 minutes and have all these high numbers or whatever. He was trying to have games and opportunities and games where he could fall back, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like AD's going to allow that to happen. And I think that's where it comes from as well where he's like, "All right, well, LeBron, LeBron has been one of the most aware players, I think, 
I mean, he. I'm not. It, it don't have to make a proclamation on history. He's he's a very aware player. Uh-huh. Do you think trading Anthony Davis has ever crossed his mind? Yeah, yeah, you do? Okay. absolutely. Because there, there's there's times when you look at. I AD, say that as if he's in charge. We all assume that he is, <laughs> right. whether fair or not. That's all our assumptions. There, They're time. not trading Anthony Davis without talking to LeBron exactly. James first. That exactly. I think we can say comfortably. They, there's times I'm sure where he looks at AD. He's like, man, I don't know if this guy. I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if he can do it, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it definitely crosses his mind. I think yeah. after it crosses his mind, he's like, nah, we we just gonna ride this thing out with AD. Like I don't ever think he's wanted AD gone. Like he's never the thought process never gotten that far. Even if he's just saying it to himself and not to anybody else, I don't even think it's gotten that far. I think he's like, man, oh, is it time to move on from this guy? You think about it, he's like, nah, nah, we're just going to ride it out. And then he moves on with his day. But, yeah, I think it's crossed his mind. Hmm. I wonder what that looks like in his head. Hmm. Like, what does he see? Who Like, who's the ideal player for LeBron James? And, or or, or it, it, more related, I mean, you, you can answer that. More related to this conversation, who does LeBron James see as the ideal player for him? Probably Joel B. So a big, yeah. And I'm I, I'm just thinking about AD. It's a tough like, look for Anthony Davis because who, who if he would set a wing or a point guard, like oh okay, but it's just another big. Huh. Demontis yeah, Sabonis or or uh, or Kyrie. Like I th- I always believe LeBron thought it was just going to be seamless. Mm-hmm. Like Kyrie's perfect. He a dog. He can score. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just hand this thing off to Kyrie at some point. Kyrie didn't have that type of uh, outlook on it. Well, Kyrie just didn't want to be a part of the Cavs without – like he didn't – he, he saw that. that. He yeah. lived that before. He didn't want to do that. There's that too. But I can't say think, I fault him, but – I would think I would think Joel. That would be my guess. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. So he needs another big or a better – a better big. <coughs> All right. That's a tough look for AD, man. That's a tough look for AD. AD's super talented, man. But you this know, is all hypothetical, it, by the way. Right. That's a tough LeBron, look. That's a tough LeBron look. could be listening to this and saying, Casey's crazy. Well, he's a big fan of D'Lo and Casey. That's what I heard. That's sources. LeBron going to call in. Sources close to the <laughs> Lakers. I paused because I was like, if this is about to launch into a LeBron James impression, isn't he? And you didn't. Well, that's well done. No. Casey, I don't really know why you would say that. Um, no, you know. No, stop. AD is no, AD's, AD's good. You no, know, AD cool. No, uh, but you know, oh, hey, okay, all right, that was good. I don't know why. I don't know something about the way you said "cool." I was like, oh, wait a minute, that does sound like LeBron James. That was good. AD cool. I no, got, overall, I this got, is not a good impression. But I got something. all the trust in the world for AD. Um, you know, it's just it's not one of those bad. things. When it's not that bad when you, when you when you play with a guy like that, you expect him to be the best player in the world because he is the best player in the world when he plays like that. But okay. all right, you know, no, that's good. No, 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 we got it. We got uh, it. Okay, you know. Jesse, what do you think? It sounds like Shaq doing LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Shaq speaks a little lower and a little slower. LeBron speeds it up sometimes. Shaq would be like, "I love, I don't know I why." Need AD hey, do really so, get back into his back now, and act like a big man. Now, really now, is. be loud, Shaq yelling at Charles. No, no, Charles, okay, no, Charles, don't, don't do that, don't do that, Charles, don't do, it. no, Charles, you ain't never won. You don't know what you talk about, Charles. That's better. That's better than the other one. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll come back. Um, oh, <laughs> let's let's stay with this. We're, we'll we'll get to the Kings and 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 the uh, Pelicans tonight. Uh, James Ham, of course, will be with us in the three o'clock hour. I, I don't know where this conversation started, but we're kind of there. So let's mm. let's let's go with it. There's this conversation about the best American-born player, and man, I got questions. Mm. CeeLo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So, what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That was a wild sentence you just said to me, bro. <laughs> Let's get to these phone lines, man. 916-909-1320. Our man, E-Biz. What up, baby? What up with it, y'all? What up with it, y'all, man? Happy pre-pre-Thanksgiving, man. Yes, sir. It's only one pre because yes, it is Wednesday. No, it's fine. That's all right. Let him cook. <laughs> Shout out to E-Biz. All right, I just want to say two things, all right? First thing. I like how you guys, it was kind of different, but how you guys had Granite Bay's most wanted, the kids from the deep, deep, deep <laughs> Granite Bay. You know, that that was a different vibe. Oh, no. And, you know, the second thing I want to say is, yesterday I was listening to you guys. I was in my room chilling because, you know, it's my week off because, you know, I'm a teacher and all that. Mm, all of a sudden, I heard, I heard this guy with, 
what's up with my two brothers? You know, TC. Uh-oh. Yeah. He tried to say, did he, am I tripping, D-Lo? But did he say that, um, that um, what is it, first place, first person shooter is um, whack compared to, um, yeah. what is it, the other yeah, song Yeah, yeah, the, the, the track that dropped yeah. on Scary Hours. He, he's, he's been rapping that. a little that. hyperbole. He, that, he the been, track is fiber. It, it's not, it's, no, it's dope. First, first oh, person shooter, like, I, I can't, like, I, I can't say this enough. That is one of my favorite hip hop records to drop in a long time. Mm. Yes, and sir. I feel it. I it's feel one of the co- I, coldest verses I've ever heard from J. Cole. Mm. All right. And one other thing. Um, KC, yes, is sir? it true that you were getting emotional over that? Like saying how like cold in it, like eat up Drake and how you were saying Drake writes all his rhymes and like Drake is extra dope and all that. Hey, he does I get emotional it. about well, Drake. Well, well he first does. of all, he does. I, he, you, I don't does know who you listen to it. I've always agreed that Cole went crazy and got him on that on that record. Uh, Drake, I mean, I don't know if Drake writes all his rhymes or not. I don't know, but he, <laughs> well, he definitely he doesn't. Ain't, Shout out to the writer. Yeah, he definitely ain't got no ghostwriter. I can tell you that. Like Drake got bars. Uh, I love both of those guys. It was it was like months ago, Ebiz, when I said J Cole got the belt. Yeah, that's facts. You it was did say months that. before first person shooter. Yeah, he hasn't facts. relinquished it since. Yeah, I agree. He is um he's special right now. Like he's on a terror of just um, he, you know, help yeah, hey, salute to Lil Dirk. Mm. I, I think Cole's appearance is what helped Absolutely. that get to the radio, what helped that I mean, he clearly made that song for the radio, but having Cole a part of that, that's part of the Grammy nominations. It got certified. Uh, two times platinum. We talk about that on Corners of the Culture t- today over on 102.5. Um, the the secret recipe joint yeah. that he did. Yeah. And, you know, this one right here. The the two Drake tracks. But First Person Shooter is the number one record. Tell us about being only support. Well, eh, that too. Eh, <laughs> no, why he said it, it like that. I don't know why he did. I'm not but. a big dirt guy. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. But, um, I liked. I thought he. I thought. I liked the album. I, I thought. I thought he had a really good record, and I thought Gunner had a really good record. I thought Gunner's record was. Gunna, gunna I thought Gunner's record was. Yeah, I thought it was hot. Gunner, Gunner killed that. Yeah. Hey, I, I. I probably late to the show. I didn't. I didn't know this. Did you know they come out with the color purple again? Mm-hmm. The new color purple. I didn't know that. Star studded cast too. Mm-hmm. Star studded cast. Fantasia. Uh, I think Halle Bailey. Yeah, not Chloe. Yeah, Hallie. Um, Taraji. Uh, somebody else is in there, too. It's star-studded cast. Taraji probably playing the whoopee role. <laughs> well, uh, I think Fantasia's got their role. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I only say I think because I saw The Color Purple, but it was – I was – The play or the movie? The movie. Okay. And I don't, I don't remember it. I remember seeing it, but mm-hmm. I was too young. I don't remember the movie and all the scenes people talk about, so – yeah, that's not one I ever really went back and rewatched. Yeah, I, I saw it. I just never went and rewatched it. You know what's one of the most uh, terrifying things right now? Tribal chief is leaving. Oh, and it was up for the tribal chief. Yeah, wasn't paying a lick of attention to us. We just have to. <laughs> we just have to acknowledge the tribal chief as he leaves for his uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, so. As you guys probably can hear a little bit, a little under the weather, a little you know, dealing with a little something myself here. Um, but you know, nowadays you got to check. 
You got to check, man. You got you got to take the test. Mm. And man, that's nerve wracking. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because then when you, you take that COVID test, and if you have it, you got to be isolated. I was gonna have to call you like, yo, bro, I can't, you know, mm-hmm. come in. You got a lot of work to do. All this other stuff. So that's <laughs> nerve wracking. There's a lot going on. So look, I took the test. Luckily, I, I don't. It's just a Sinus infection that I get probably two times a year. That's not fun. I had this. I, I I knew you weren't well yesterday, and I had this in the back of my head as we're trying to get ahead of our. So I'm sure everyone can guess. We won't. You know, we won't take the next two days off. At least this station will be on KSFM on Friday because of the magic of radio, and so we were trying to get ahead of some of our our work from Friday, and we have the mix show is done. And part of me thought, like, hey, man, if Casey's not good, I'm going to voice track like two hours, and then all of a sudden Casey's going to appear out of nowhere on the show. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, because I was going to text you last night, like, hey, Brody, like, if you if you need the time, yeah. you know, take it. And I was like, well, that's going to be weird. Let me let me see how, let's just wait to see if I hear from him in the morning. And then like, I, I, I was just swamped this morning. And kept looking at my got four thousand text messages. None of them were for Ken, from Kenny, <laughs> so I thought, oh, okay, he, he he must be all right. Yeah, man. I, like I said, I took, took the test this morning. Stressed. Mm. Uh, oh, I hope this thing comes back negative. Well, it's because you got to make phone calls after that. Yeah. It was positive. Oh, you got to call HR. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. it's no like, good. It's like the decision. Like, do I let them know? Like, do I want HR to let them know it's me who has it, or is right. like it's, it's someone? It's a hassle, man. It, it, boy, that I bet that message would look different that Jen sends. Because you know, if you, if, if if you get if 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 you give Jen permission, she'll tell, hey, Kenny Caraway tested positive for COVID. Yeah. You know, tracing was done. Blah blah blah. Oh, they'd be pissed if it was Kenny. Yeah, the dude that daps everyone up when he walks in the building. Yeah, the one guy who's got a special handshake for every the person The one that's here. got a 45-minute handshake with seven different people in the building caught COVID. So I hate to tell y'all, but your punk ass probably has it. So happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> whole, whole radio station is just dead air for just, weeks. Just gone. Yeah. Odyssey just, Sacramento's just go, down. Just, uh, just, uh, K- well, what happened, Casey? Shut Odyssey Sacramento down. <laughs> Hashtag life at Odyssey. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but came back negative. Crazy thing, man. I still feel this. Like, it, the, the cough is so weird. It don't, One, it only happens when I talk. It only happens during this show. Mm. And it's just something like I feel right here. I've never felt sick. I've never had a runny nose. I've never had a fever. I've never had anything except that cough. And it's just been varying degrees of, oh, man, this, like, hurts. Mm. It, like, scratches. Now it just feels like there's something living right here. And when I talk, it's like, hey, bro, you, you're you going to cough one way or another. So you might as well <laughs> turn the mic off, get it over with, and keep it moving. <laughs> there was a point we were talking yesterday on 1025 where I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Casey, t- I'm like, okay, get, 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 say what you got to say so Casey can take over. Hit the mic. <clears throat> Come back. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> local, local radio such down station and coworkers <laughs> wild kids. <laughs> oh. Shout out oh, to, shout oh, to Cooper, oh, Cooper's Ke- clan. Ke- Kelly's Quell, Cooper. let's not go Cooper's with that crew. name. Let's, yeah, Cooper's let's not go crew. with that name. <laughs> That's tough. Come to think about it, throw a flag on that one. Come no, on, Rev. Hey, Come on, Rev. Hey, flag on the play. You know what? No, that's ejection. That's targeting. You're out of here. That's targeting. You're out of here. I was out of the uh, nah. 
quarterback by. No. Nah. can't go back and give attention. This is, to this is college, we're going college football. Hey. It's targeting. You're out of here. Hey. Hey. Uh, I did impact <laughs> With those names, that is not who they are. Yeah. It's definitely not. <laughs> All their heroes are on this side. <laughs> That's facts. That's very true. So what's your, hey, tell everyone your name. That man said JaVel McGee. <laughs> Kelly's raising them boys right, though. I'll tell you that. If my, if my man says my name is JaVel McGee, she raising them boys right. <laughs> Shout out, Kelly. Oh, man. I can't lie. I was holding the dumb button the whole time just praying. <laughs> yeah. You thought them kids were going to stop cussing, or you thought I was going to start cussing? Probably both. Hey, when they wouldn't know. leave, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, it was cute. Get the hell out of the studio. Yeah, I stopped watching them. I started looking at you because you started shooting dart looks. You looked at Kelly at one. I was like, oh, Kelly, like, come on. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, and, and it's memories for Kelly and the kids for, forever. Forever, forever. And the crazy thing is, today wasn't even take your kids to work day. No. We still got to deal with that. Bro, there's a kid right there drinking a cup of coffee. Look, there's two of them. There's kids. There are kids everywhere. And, like, for the stream hey, and the radio, like, there's I no flag li- Andy down, but he can't no, see. Jeez. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh man! Come on, man! Stop playing! Oh man! Hey, hey where, is, where is it for that? Hey. I'm not gonna lie, bro. We got our test suspend you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Stop it! Stop it! We doing a radio show here. Oh man! Come on, oh, man. He knows man. he can't Come see. On, Stop it. Whew. Okay. <sighs> two and a half more hours, guys. Oh, we got yo. You getting two and a half hours of this? Uh, talk about the Pope getting the King's jersey. So that who, was real. Who, who was that lady? I don't know. She says she owns the Kings. Who the hell was that woman? <laughs> she said. Man, how, how did she it, said she owns the Kings? And I wanted to give you this gift. Is Vivek married? No. So Not who, that I know. I mean, he might have got remarried. Jill, Jill, who who was the woman who? Get, I don't know if Jill's watching. I'm gonna text her right. He might have gotten. Re, I don't think he got remarried. That was one of those things. Was like, this is AI. Like this is one of those AI videos. This is not real. <laughs> I was. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, this isn't real. And it was tweeted by NBC Sports California. I was like, wait, what the hell? I kept seeing it like on my timeline, and it didn't register to me for whatever reason. I was like, oh, King's jersey. Pope, or at the time I was like Pope, looking like figure. Like I don't, I it didn't register. I just keep zooming past it, and then I saw the video on Instagram. I was like, let me watch this. I keep seeing this thing. See, so, she's like, yeah, I, I own the Kings, and I wanted to give you this jersey. It's what, ma'am? I'm sorry, what? It's turned out it would be great. She just <laughs> hustled her way in there, bought a jersey from the store. <laughs> telling everyone she owns the Kings. We know what player he got. I, no, he got the Pope. The, it, oh, was is it the Pope, Pope on the back? Pope, Pope, Pope Francis. Thir- it, the, it. Is it thirteenth? Thirteen. Yeah. Whatever. So he got, got a thirteen it. with Pope on that it. Keegan number. That That's Keegan. crazy. The Pope yeah, has Anthony a King's says, jersey. Pope has no idea what basketball <laughs> is. Where do you think that jersey's at right now? Do you think she? <laughs> do you think she brought up the beam? Maybe she probably like dear, dear Mr. Pope like the beam. <laughs> and he also he also looked very unimpressed of by course. the whole thing. <laughs> like, 
Why are you bringing this to me, lady? <laughs> Minority owner Doreen Dominguez. Mm. Okay. Shout out Doreen. Shout out Doreen. Big ups, man. She said, I own the Kings and we got you a jersey. <laughs> you imagine people. Ma'am, did she clear that with Vivek? <laughs> like, is, don't you need to clear that? Like, if you're going to hand the Pope a jersey, <laughs> do you have to clear that with Vivek? Like, hey, boss, I'm going to. I'm going to be at the Vatican this weekend. I was going to drop a jersey off to <laughs> Look, Pope the 13th. The other crazy thing to me was she had it in the King's bag like she just came from the team store. <laughs> Ma'am, you're meeting the Pope. Why do you have that like you just came from the team store? Maybe she did. Can you imagine people start bringing the Pope just jerseys now? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Indiana's going to go there, drop off a, a Halliburton jersey. We'll see the Pope in the LaMelo Ball Charlotte jersey. The CLT one? Oh, oh. What, get him a city edition. Yo. What? Yo. Hey, hey. You are, you are braver than I. Yo, hey. yo, what's, what is hey. the jersey? Something. I just suspended the guy. I, I got John Moran. I just suspended him. He's still going. What does the jersey say? What is the What does the city edition jersey say? CLT. Y'all are a bunch of children. Man. Oh, man. Come on, man. Day before Thanksgiving is wild, bro. Shout out Sean Cunningham. Our man Sean Cunningham's listening. He 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 texts the name of the, the young lady to us too. Yeah. I, I need to know how me. this I need to know how this came about. Did Vivek set it up? Hey Doreen, we're gonna send you to see the Pope. The people are saying Vivek posted the video. That's how it got out. Was he there? Oh, he he was. I don't know if he, he was, was there, there, but he 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 posted it. So Vivek is all for it. Should we send the Pope a D'Lo and Casey? Hell yeah! Should we send the Pope a Let's sm- Nah, you know. Nah, bro, yo, yo, hey, 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 <laughs> you can't. You can't wear. Can't 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 wear that jersey. Can't wear that new hoodie around the church. Can't wear that two hoodie around. The, can't wear that hoodie around yeah. the church, man. Might... Oh snap! Well, <laughs> it's all fun and games till Dave Garcia puts it on a shirt. Y'all, y'all egg this on for months. And look what happens right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's an all timer, man. Come on, man. That's I didn't even finish. You know what? The, you know what the true problem is? Oh I didn't even God. finish the sentence, and everyone knew what I was going to say. <laughs> y'all should be ashamed of yourself. It's y'all. I could have sent the Trista Crick shirt, but y'all knew exactly what I was going to say. Shame on y'all. Oh man, I'll put that on you. I'm about to drink this bottle of Pinot right here. Might as well. What do we? Oh yeah, we had bottles when the Kings would make the playoffs. Mm. We were drinking bottles on there. We were. It was a good time. This be easier to drink. I bet this is good. I bet I mean, James doesn't have bad wine. No, this looks great. I bet this is real good. This looks great. I can't wait to have some. I can have my nephew drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we still we got we got more people coming in the studio. Oh well, they're not going to come like into this part. Why of the not? Because I don't trust the chat. I'm not bringing my sister in here. Mm. No, my nephew can come in. My man Max can come in. Can you get on the Max? On or excuse me, can you get on the mic? He can get on the mic. Yeah, he's a he's a big Who fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a Celtics fan, as a matter of fact. How'd that happen? Well, put the pieces of the puzzle together, oh, you find okay. out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
I got you. I got you. Actually, I think he loved the Celtics before that, but I'm not. I'm must. I'm not allowing my sister on camera. I brought this up yesterday off the air. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, were you familiar with the 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 Tatum tweet that that came to life? No, which one? So I guess over the summer, he was really just talking about like how I got to be a leader. I got to be consistent. I got to always be locked in. And he said something to the effect of like, yeah, I mean. Pfft, even though if we play Charlotte on a Monday on a league pass and nobody's watching. Yeah, like, I've seen that before. You know, I still got to be locked in. And, uh, I think it was uh, P.J. Washington after Charlotte beat them on Monday on a league pass game. So not bad for a Monday league pass game. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Relax, P.J. Washington. Like, look alive. Have some self-awareness, pal. Like you're still in Charlotte. Bro. He might not be able to say anything all year. He yeah, gotta, that might he gotta, be it. You got to take advantage of it. Whatever. That Tatum still put one. up 45 too. So, <laughs> well, look, this one. well, this goes into the discussion, and there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. The discussion we about to talk about. Oh, okay. Well, let's. Well, we got a little sidetracked, so let's let's get into it. Yeah, I don't know. Pope. Why don't you set Dave the Garcia? <laughs> <laughs> Send a care package to the Pope. <laughs> Um, where did to set the background? Where did this best American player start? Like, I, where did where did this discussion begin? I believe it started because like the last however many MVPs are not from America, and okay. people are always looking for ways to crap on AAU and the way basketball is played nowadays in the states. So they're like, yeah, they play it the right way. And look at all the stars. All these stars are not from America. And they, they're overseas and they learn how to play the right way. And they play unselfish. Like, it's a lot of coded stuff going on, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they play unselfish and yeah. all this other stuff. So that's how the separation between the rest of the world players, the Giannis's, the Jokic's, Embiid, uh, Luka, and American players came about. And when was what was the last uh, American-born player to win an MVP? Was it Steph? Yeah, uh, it was because it was it. Uh, no, because Steph hadn't won it in a while. He's was a it Harden? Time, right? Oh, Harden, Russ. It's probably uh, Harden Harden. Run it. Harden won it after Russ, so it was probably James. Yeah, James, and that was twenty nineteen. No, because Giannis won it a couple times. It might have been longer than. But that. it was. But it's. But it's not. No, just work backwards, Joe. Jokic two, uh, Giannis two. Yeah, and then James. So it have to be James. That's yeah, almost six years ago. That's that's, yeah, that's right. 2017-18 was James Harden, and then it was uh, Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic, Joel. So that's where the that's where this discussion keeps coming from. That's that's a that's a weird discussion to me. Yeah, one I don't know why. One I don't I don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that so that feels like that feels like insecurity. Or what are we worried about this for? We're talking about the best players in the NBA. Why are we worried about if they're American born or not? I feel like this is how like it's kind of shifting. To, like not even like even the ESPNs and stuff like that. Like it gets acknowledged. Like Jokic being overseas, Giannis being overseas. Like that gets acknowledged a, a lot now. I feel like with these guys, so it's kind of like just setting the table. If anything, yeah. I, like I said, I think a lot of it comes from they try to crap on. Uh, uh, American basketball, AAU, all this other stuff. And there's there's issues with the AAU system and the way things go uh, here with, you know, grassroots basketball here in the States. I don't think it's all perfect, but it's – I don't think it's also all as bad as people try to make it out to be. This, this, Sorry if this is a dumb question. Does Steve Nash count as an international player? 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I think he was the first. Mm. No, uh, I'm sorry. That was stupid. Olajuwon. Mm. Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Um, and then and they also don't really look at Akeem that way. I, I don't think they college. do either. Yeah, I don't think they do either. Yeah. And then you got Nash with, with, with the two, and then Dirk right after that. And then it, it, it's, it's American it's American born players until Giannis. The other thing that came about the, this is this was crazy too, and I don't I don't want to misquote him. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do that. But the other day when I was listening to that Hoop Collective with Bon Simpson all them, and I don't know if they put like multiple caveats on it or something like that, but they were like, "Yo, the best young American born <clears throat> player is either Ant Man or Tyrese Halliburton." I was like, "Wow, is Jason Tatum forty all of a sudden?" Like. <laughs> Where do, how I'm we sorry, get there? does LeBron James suck? Well, I'd see said young, so that's the only reason oh. why I said that. But when you talk about just American in general, mm. yeah, LeBron James, yes, he's on the list. It's, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a trip, but it all came out because I saw somewhere Paul Pierce said Tatum is the best American player in basketball right now, American-born player in basketball. And I mean, I, I guess if we have to do that, I don't hate it. But De'Aaron Fox got my belt. He's high on that list for me. Like yeah. y'all, y'all can, y'all can force feed Tyrese Halliburton all you want to. He is a spectacular player who I love watching. Um, I don't have him above Tatum. I don't think I have him above Ant Man, and I don't have him above De'Aaron Fox. You you have Tyrese above Ant Man? No, I, I, oh, I don't. Um, I don't have him above Fox. Mm-hmm. If we're just doing this, young American-born players, I, I, that's probably where the 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 list I'd make right there. Because yeah, we don't get to pick and choose when we worry about defense and somebody playing defense. And De'Aaron Fox Amazing how that's the, the case, right? Right. I can't wait to read the power rankings and see how many times they bring up Indiana's defense. And They're just going to talk about how fun they are. Not being sustainable. Right. They're just going to talk about how fun they are, which they are fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. But they, they, it's not going to be sustainable with that type of defense that they play. I think it fine. is going to be I think it's going to get them to the playoffs. No, that for sure, but winning in the playoffs. I don't think they can score 150 in the playoffs and and be I don't think they're going to score 150. In the I playoffs. don't think this team is going to flame out. Indiana? Yeah. No, I think they're going to the playoffs. I, I, think, I think they they're might. absolutely going to the playoffs. I think they're I mean the, what they do offensively and the firepower they have. That's that's top level stuff right there. They are I think that and Tyrese is the perfect guy to run that offense. Yeah. Perfect guy. Yeah. <laughs> De'Aaron and Tyrese could both be all-star starters this year. Those two are going to be linked together forever. Forever. For better or for worse. Forever. I did the heat check today. And we Tyrese was not traded for De'Aaron Fox. No, I did the heat check with Trista today. Mm. We was talking about that. Mm. Those two. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, it's, part of it is the fact that while they didn't, get traded for each other, the perception, whether it's true or not, like I think James Hams would tell you probably wasn't true. It probably wasn't even that close. But the perception is Monty and those guys were sitting there and they're like, we got to trade one of them. And they were just thinking for hours and days. Put it to a vote. Yeah, like, All those in favor uh, of De'Aaron say aye. What which, are you talking about? Which one? Uh, let's trade Tyrese. And, the, and the, the people are like, they chose to trade Tyrese over De'Aaron. Once again, reality is I don't think it was like that. No. I think they were like, well, we got De'Aaron, and him and Tyrese, they don't really mix. Let's see what we can get for Tyrese. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ever think it was, damn, who do we trade? And, like, I, I don't, I just don't think that. But that's why they're linked, because the perception is they had to pick one, and they picked De'Aaron over Tyrese. You said this about Twitter earlier. <laughs> don't let this stuff ruin watching the NBA for you. Mm-hmm. Don't let all of this the rando in Indiana tweeting about the Sacramento Kings ruined your ability to watch the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. That team is a blast. Tyrese is a blast to watch. He's a lot of fun. Even though a lot of the stuff is overdone and overhyped, yo, dude is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And he's fun to watch. And you should be able to enjoy that no matter Absolutely. what. Because, oh, by the way, the Kings aren't 1-13. Absolutely. So you're good. Facts. It's okay to watch other people prosper. It's okay to watch Facts. other teams prosper as long as it's not the Warriors or the Lakers. Especially those two. But um, <clears throat> real quick, the perception and the narrative that always gets pushed out there is the Kings traded away uh, a Hall of Fame point guard in Tyrese Halliburton. Aaron Fox, I'm going to say it right now. Aaron Fox is going to the Hall of Fame. Talk about it. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's on a Hall of Fame trajectory. And I'm going to comfortably predict right now De'Aaron Fox is going to the Hall of Fame. So they're going to have a Hall of Fame point guard regardless. I, I have to say it. I know we were talking young players. Pointed out LeBron. I just remind everyone Kevin Durant's still oh, in the league. Well, and yeah. watching him play, yo, Katie is sick. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and, and I think he's played every game or almost every game. Like like watching yeah. Kevin Durant play basketball is such a joy. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk uh, about the Kings uh, versus the Pelicans. And coaches gone wild struck again last <laughs> night. We'll talk about it. This boy's wild. See the one, KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> now, we're, now, just got an invitation for a three-hour class about how to behave when co-workers' children are in the building. Oh. The poor little girls. They just walk by. <laughs> Police again. I'm sorry. We've got complaints about a, about a black man yelling at three little white girls. Could we direct us to the culprit? Casey out here, like wild, everybody man. walking by crazy. <clears throat> well, you did just open the door and yell, "Hey!" <laughs> just for like for what, like for no, literally no reason. <laughs> they were running through the halls. They were running through the halls. <laughs> oh man, I love when the kids come to uh, work, though. Well, it's always interesting. Yeah, That's never for sure. A dull moment. Never a dull moment. We're really just hanging out today. Like nobody's here. It's a bunch of random kids everywhere. There's actually more people here than I thought. I, I mean, I get I, it's it's all of the like the, the radio workers. Like it's the kids. Like Andy's working. Complex is working. The engineers never take a day off. Aaron already left. You said Stacy was here. Stacy so, might be gone. Now. She probably just left something here. And it's like, <laughs> go to the office, pick it up, and. Cut out to my lunch at Bennett. <laughs> oh my God. TCG. Casey gonna enjoy Thanksgiving in a cell. Oh my God. And Jazz ain't even gonna come get you. She's gonna be like, yeah, idiot. Just yeah, you like, should have known better. I'll come pick him up as soon as the 49ers game is over. <laughs> I tell I let her know today because she's cooking already. She, she's doing a thing right now. The kitchen smell bomb. I said, man, I'm gonna be nice and full by the time the Niners game starts. Because you know I can't eat during the Niners game. 
I, yeah, I believe you told you yeah. you've mentioned that. Yeah. Kings too. Yeah, I can't really eat during the Kings games either. Be so locked in, man. Oh, that one I have to cave on a little bit. We'll get home and the game will just be starting. It's like, look, man, I gotta eat. Like <laughs> Yeah. Now if the game's in the fourth quarter, oh, then man, it's like, all right, let's, let's wait a little bit here. Yeah, third no quarter. Food going on in the then it's like quarter. I just sit there and, and zero in, but um I'm looking forward to to Thanksgiving. I'm happy we're we're having so many people at the house. Uh, I like to cook for people. I had to start the turkey process. I do not enjoy that whatsoever. Mm. But shout out to my butcher, at the Nugget. He he does the he does the dirty dirty work for me. This guy's a butcher. I I just I just be getting the turkey. I never said butcher, my butcher man. before. What are you oh, talking about? You walk into the Nugget. You ask the butcher to cut the turkey not, for you. You ask the butcher. Yeah, not, not your, your yeah. Butcher. Damn. You guys are jackasses. What do you mean? I've never said like, oh yeah, my butcher hooked me up with a roast no, beef today or something. The, the the butcher at Sprouts. Facts. That's what it was. It was the butcher at Nugget. But that's no, the guy no, I go to. No, that's that's your butcher. Big baller barley. That's what it is. You know, um, Levar to buy the triple beast room. Mm, mm. That's where that twenty two million came from. <laughs> I'm about to go hang out with Andy's kids at this rate. Shoot, I'm about to go hang out with Kelly's kids at this point. They probably wouldn't even let me hang out with them. (laughs) Hey, did your butcher cut his thumb off? (laughs) Did he do that? Thank God, no. Remember, that's what he did on The Wrestler. For no reason. It's like, why why did we have to have that in the scene? (laughs) Yeah, it was so random. (laughs) Just... So, leave the job and go was, back to being a wrestler. Why'd you have to do that? Nope. He had to quit in, in all of his glory. Yeah, I know you. Oh, so sad. <laughs> I know you. You're the guy who fought. What was the guy's name? What like name, the Sheik was, or something like his that? His name was the Ram or something like that? Yeah, Randy the Ram. Yeah, that guy's headlining WrestleMania. Oh, that's an 80s WWE Randy name. Randy the Ram. On a on a serious note, I saw something that reminded me. Uh, you got to give shout out prayers, uh, Az Fudd. Oh, oh man. man, yeah, that's Jeez. brutal. Like it looked like Gino was on his way to another run of like three or four titles in a row. Mm. And between Paige and Az, and Az's out for the season. Isn't this her second ACL? She had one in high school. I she think had one so. in high school. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Gracious. tough, 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 tough. Um, I don't know where what were we doing. We were. Oh, just... I pulled up the Mike Brown. Everyone was talking about the 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 Mike Brown interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have not. I I I I want to. So I have you. Have I want to watch clip? it. Have you heard the the? Yeah, go ahead and play this. It's some good stuff. This is the key. I have the Keegan Murray. I, yeah. I believe this is the Keegan Murray clip uh, from our friends. Uh, our man, uh, Marcus Thompson. T2, shout out. Uh, friends over at the Shout athletic. out uh, <laughs> David Aldridge. Or, da- David, David Aldridge. Al- hey, David Aldridge is like, hey, what up, my <laughs> David Aldridge said, oh, David Aldridge. Wait, did he? He didn't say. Oh. That's the, that's the oh, Tony. That, that was whole, the vibes, though. The that whole the, interview. I was, was like, yo, I'm about okay. to start listening to this. Okay, because I was like, we're going to listen to it right now if David Aldridge <laughs> said that. He passed up a shot. I went and missed the game going. I started cursing at him. I, I lost. I lost my mind. I forgot about the game. I just started cursing at Keegan. And then I turned to the bench and I was like, Sasha, Sasha, get that damn out the game. And then I turned back around and we were on offense. 
Oh, I got swear the king, king is deep. King is shot that thing and went in. He looked at me, he go, take that I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Sasha, go sit your ass back down. Sasha, you go ahead, you go ahead, Sasha. He passed up. What's was funny about that. This is what I love about that story is Mike knows that story's over. <laughs> so it's getting a little bit bigger every time because that's not the way he told it that night. Right, he told right. it a little bit different. The story got over and now it's growing. Oh, and before you know it, like Keegan's going to be doing like Eddie Murphy delirious <laughs> on, on, on Mike Brown before getting back down on the defensive end. I love that. Yeah. I love Mike Brown, Mike man. Brown, I love that. Dude. I listened to that interview. He is, uh, such a joy to listen to. And, this is a guy I didn't really pay too much attention to before he became King's head coach. Um, I don't remember him too much when he was with the Cavs. Definitely mm. don't remember him with the Lakers. As far as like how is, how he was with the media, mm-hmm. but he is so good to listen to in those settings. Yeah, so good to listen to talk about um, the the psychology of what this team is, what they're trying to be. And I came away thinking with guys like. <clears throat> Excuse me. With guys like De'Aaron, who De'Aaron's very funny and very like clever and witty himself, but he's you know he's not really a big talker. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get him going, like he will talk, but on a night to night basis, he's not really a big talker. Domas is the same way. Keegan obviously is Keegan. They have a bunch of guys who are kind of introverts, and Mike Brown is the ambassador for this franchise, mm. and he does a perfect job of being an ambassador for this Sacramento Kings franchise for the beam team all this because he he's, he speaks so candidly so candidly so open uh it's a joy to listen to he's a special coach man yeah. uh, he's a winning coach he is a winner and I just love that he's here man I, I and I'm with you in the sense that I do I do love listening to him talk uh, I love his relationship that he has with the players. Mm-hmm. I love that he can have that moment with Keegan. Mm-hmm. And I love that he can have that moment with Malik that we saw on video. And Malik's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's what do he do? So part of that, and, and I don't want to give away the whole interview because it's about mm-hmm. 25, 30 minutes. It's a good listen. But part of it is they respect him because he, the players respect him because he doesn't hold himself – to a different standard than he holds them to. And he, he used an example of, mm-hmm. I think this was, I think they did this like yesterday morning. So he talked about the Pelican game on there or whatever oh. and, and how that happened. But he talked about the Dallas game and he's always, he says he's big on body language, right? And he said something happened with Malik and Mike's body language, he just kind of like slumped his shoulders and was like, man, this is BS or whatever the case may be. And he said, Malik went over to him. He said, Coach, hey, it's that body language you're always talking to me about. Like, your body language bad right now, dog, for real. And and Coach Brown was like, you're right. You're right. It is. And they talked about what the issue was, what he didn't like, whatever. And and he was – but the fact that he was open to his players calling him out on something that he talks to them about all the time. And they know they have that type of uh, relationship, respect – in interaction with each other. I think for this particular team, for a lot of teams, I mean, that's, that's invaluable. 
It's invaluable for those guys to be able to. That's why Malik, he can talk to Malik like that in that video because Malik knows if he's not doing right, he can say, hey, coach, you out of pocket, and and Michael accept it. So just just dope. I think that's a unique – that's a – unique's not the right word. That's a rare trait in leaders. Leaders, like a lot of leaders, Mike Brown is a leader. He's a coach. By definition, he's he's a leader. He – Sometimes leaders don't like being held accountable. Sometimes leaders can't take being held accountable to the same standard. They're asking the people they lead mm-hmm. or are attempting to lead to be held accountable. That's like, that's, I mean, I think that's part of You see so many coaches fail across sports. You see often, Josh McDaniels is a great example. Mm-hmm. We, we, everyone knows the Antonio Pierce Patriot story at this point. If you can't, you know, if 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 you you can't point things out like that, if you can't draw on your experience, even if uh, in this case Josh McDaniels was on the receiving end of it to motivate you, you know, that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's what you talk about with Draymond on like everyone saying Draymond it, it, be on TNT, he'd be the next Charles Barkley. Draymond can't be Charles Barkley because he's not self deprecating. Mm-hmm. He'll take offense to everything. And it's it's the same thing. You've you've got to you've got to be able to recognize your flaws mm-hmm. and fix them. That's the key part right. in that story you just told. Is Mike is willing to fix him if Mike ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing, and Malik points it out or De'Aaron points it out or whoever points it out. You got to be willing to fix it, and it mm-hmm. sounds like Mike is. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> he does a great job with that. And one other thing that he talked about that you mentioned earlier was he talked about the in season tournament, mm-hmm. and he was like. This thing has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He said these guys, it really gets their competitive juices flowing. Um, he said at first he wasn't sure about it. He was like, this is kind of cheesy or whatever he said at the time. Like, you wasn't really sold on it. But being in it um, and seeing how everybody responds to it, the crowd, the players, uh, he said the NBA know what they're doing. Like, he said this is this has been a, a, a joy to be a part of. and. You know, just like everybody's like, I hope we can get to Vegas. He's like, I'll be another opportunity for them to get. The uh, Friday game is huge. It's a big game. Those two teams get two and you know, You know what I thought about kind of setting up for Kings Warriors to be winner goes to the, <laughs> the in-season tournament. Because the Warriors play the Spurs. It should beat them. That'll put them at 2-1. and one. If the Kings lose – Actually, it wouldn't matter. It, the, they can't like that game. Even if the Kings beat Minnesota, that game against the Warriors might be to go. If they're still, yeah, if they're still a one loss team, yeah, the Warriors are still a one loss. Yeah, that's because yeah. they only got those two games. Left. They got the Spurs. Like I said, they'll beat the Spurs. They'll be two and one, and say the Kings. I don't go, win. don't gloss over the Spurs like that. I'm just I'm they, maybe they should. Yeah. I won't gloss over them like that. Spurs lost to the Grizzlies the other day. Well. They're struggling. Vic had nine points the other day. Who? Vic Durwin-Binyama. He had nine? Nine. Against the Grizzlies? Yeah. he's. And Marcus is out, right? Isn't Marcus out? Marcus Marcus is out like a close to a month. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, they should win that one. So, that means next Tuesday, Mm. it'll probably (laughs) – We can't get away from these jackasses. (laughs) Something is meaningful. It'll probably be for – a trip to the in-season tournament. Although I Which think in that case it, would be a trip to the Golden 1 Center, right? Yes. See, so I think they had – I got to check the standings again. 
I think the Kings might be leading. Well, they're not number one, but it feels like the Kings or the Timberwolves might be leading the wild card. Okay. Both of them are 2-0 and right now. Yeah. And the Kings, because the point differential are number one in the group. They the group. And did the T-Wolves beat the Warriors? They did. Okay. That's did. their – that's okay. The T-Wolves still have to play the Thunder, I think. Oh, sign me up for that. Yeah. So, I'll watch that. Yeah, their stupid standings <clears throat> aren't up on the uh, – I'll have to go to ESPN, but yeah, I think I think they're not up. I, th- I think they're up on NBA.com, aren't they? On my thing, it's not. It's, well, it's you don't have the on, special access that I have. True, I'm blocked. I'm blocked by NBA.com. My butcher gave me that special access to the site. <laughs> You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, ninety-eight point five FM Carex QHD Two Sacramento, ESPN thirteen twenty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Live on thirteen twenty TV. <laughs> live on Twitch, YouTube, and that formerly known as Twitter. It just I mean that our scenario might come into. The Kings versus Lane game that we talked all. Oh, yeah. The Dread or whatever. Yeah, right? like, yeah. we still don't know the don't answer to this shit. Don't nobody know. We just do it. Whatever. Can you imagine them in their offices like, we hope this is the one that doesn't happen. Otherwise, we are screwed. <laughs> Play the Lakers five times this year. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just look at that game and I'm like, Jesus. The I, scuffle game was some, a play-in? Yeah, it was a I, mean, uh, I keep calling it that. Was an in-season tournament. Okay, that was a Tuesday game. Okay, so yeah, Kings. Warriors. I guess the court didn't really catch my attention with the <laughs> with the, all of the the stuff that with the, the, that the rear took naked chokehold that yeah. was going on. Where were we? Oh, we were at Sac State's game. Yeah. That's right. That's had that right. man had a chokehold for five. <laughs> hey, shout out to Rudy. He didn't tap out. If you're gonna do like, if you should have made him tap out. Yeah. You just kind of half-assed it. You didn't even the ground. I don't even get your money's worth. Because Rudy's sitting there like for the longest time, just like, is anyone gonna get this freaking guy off of me? He's like, y'all got to be kidding me. And Rudy, and and the the crazy part about that is, like Draymond was doing all that. Rudy wasn't even really phased. He wasn't. <laughs> Rudy was like, no. hey, bro. Like, why get yeah, jumped? He like, hey, bro. I ain't That's no why issues. I say you should have. No you should have at least got your money's worth. Made that man tap out. He up there trying to Can do you the imagine? Most. And Rudy like, whatever, bro. Can you imagine Draymond got him in a chokehold and Rudy had to do this. <laughs> Somebody tweeted that Draymond was ready for this because someone came up behind him and tried to grab him. And Draymond starts tugging his chin so they can't grab him. <laughs> it was a uh, cat. Cat tried to try to get him. Draymond wouldn't let it happen. Cat got choked out by Ben Simmons and was tapping on the floor. Oh no! You don't remember that one? By Ben? Yeah. Nah. That was an all timer. You said cat, cat got Ben by, no. got by got got by Ben. Yeah, Ben was choking him out. On the floor. Yeah, cat was on the floor, just like Why somebody get not? this guy off me. Now we need to see it. Yeah, pull it up. Cat, <laughs> he was tapping out on everything. Poor cat. <laughs> Poor cat. Hold on. He was dude. He was distraught. He was distraught. Yeah, just pound on the ground. Close fist and open hand. Just screaming, get him off me, get him off me. Oh, I I remember. Okay, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a while. (laughs) Oh, man, poor cat. (laughs) I won't won't get in trouble by the NBA for putting this on, but this is funny. (laughs) He's not tapping out. He's trying to get up. No, look at that. Well, that no, he's, he's, he doesn't have it locked in. 
He doesn't have it locked in. I'm glad. There it is. There it is. Nah. There it is. Nah, he's trying to get up. There's a tap. Nah. He didn't Bring tap. Earl Hebner. Um, yeah, Earl Hebner rung that I'm bell. I'm calling Cap. He didn't tap out. He tapped the ground. Well, he tapped the ground, but he didn't. <laughs> right no. there. I don't think he tapped out. He he tapped, but I don't think he tapped out. Yo. He doesn't even have it locked in. And ben Simmons is out of pocket. Look at look. Cat <laughs> is losing no oxygen right now. Well, look. Cat is perfectly safe. He's perfectly safe. He just tapped out. The worst part about this, really, is all of the feet. <laughs> all these guys in suits around these guys with hard bottoms. Oh, man. Wow. And ben, I don't know what Ben was doing. Why? Sam See, Cassell right I'm there. With, Let him I'm go, with, ben. I'm Let with him Mark. Go. He's trying to establish a base. He already had the base. No, he didn't. He's flat on the ground. No, he had his, his arm out, his ball in the fist, and then a fist in the ball, whatever. And then he... uh. Open it, I'm slapped call- on the ground. I'm caught. Call- no, that's- no, that was an emphatic tap. It was one that, tap, no, but it was a tap. No, no. When you tap, you you, you tap because you want it to stop. You don't tap. You don't hit the ground. <laughs> no, nah, I'm stalling cat out. No, nah, about time. That's Earl Hepner. It's the first time it's ever. Earl Earl Hepner over here. <laughs> first time ever you stalled cat out. Poor cat. What are you talking about? I, People I, be talking talking crazy about Cat. I don't talk crazy about Carl Anthony Towns. Don't do that. Cat just what finally ever fell into his about, role. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. It's literally all it is. He's know, not the one. You why, say this why we all bring the time. That up? Why we you always got to bring that up? Don't do You say this all the time. Do we say that about you, Domas? What? He, do, he we, do we role. say what? Do we say, oh, he Domas fell into his role as number two? No, we don't do that. We don't because we don't disrespect Domas. Was Domas the don't one? Dis- was Domas the one in Indiana? Uh, was he? I don't know. I don't really remember. It was him and Miles so. Turner. They didn't really have much of anything. They were like equal. He was like, probably the one. He was probably the one. He was two time All Star at that time. He's probably the one. Was he hyped up the way Carl Anthony Town was? Is no, was probably is probably not. But just let Cat be. Let, let him cook. We don't, no, talk, we don't have to talk about him you falling say, back into anything. No, nah, dude, this is such trash. This is pre-Thanksgiving trash right here. <laughs> you say all of the time he's not a one. Not speaking about Carl, just about a player. Yeah. Oh, he's not a one. He make a really good two. He's not a. That's all it is with Carl Anthony Towns. Let Cat do what he do. Yeah, be a now, solid two. This Let guy Cat do what he do. This guy. See what he says. He says yeah, just be a solid two. Yeah, that's what. It, that's fine. Let Cat do what he do, man. Hey, he's 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 crushing it. He didn't come to Sacramento. Well, I think, and you guys didn't say this. See, I don't know every, why we're doing everybody, that. Everybody was talking about, like, they need to trade him. I was like, y'all tripping. You guys didn't say that. No, they needed to make it work. Yeah. They That's needed, what they needed to do. I was like, they needed to trade Rudy. Uh, Hornets won that volleyball game, by the way. Man, the girls is beast. Yeah, they really are. They're killing it. They got Weber State tomorrow. When does the national tournament start? I got to ch- watch that. Is that, that tomorrow? Yeah, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Stingers up. You know, I've always wondered why there isn't a, um, a, a, a like a professional volleyball league that got more attention. I like watching volleyball. <clears throat> it's an Olympic sport, really, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, like I, as far as getting out of college, I always think also, about it. There's like, there's two distinctively different kinds. There's the beach. And I don't then like there's, the beach volleyball. There's the other one, and I feel and like, they have like two people on beach. Volleyball. Well, yeah, and, like, and no. like they're stars. Like I feel like that's where you become stars on the beach. I like the regular you, indoor. You play the game and. If you're a woman, you're in a bikini, and if you're, essentially, it's a bikini, and if you're 
dude, you're shredded in urine shorts. Like you get you get endorsement deals that way. Some people like the regular volleyball better. That yeah, was, no, that's that's what I'm saying. But I think that's part of the the thing is there's two no, distinctively about, different versions. Of, talking about the gear. Well, yeah, I got that too. <laughs> I always wonder. I why feel I, like you could spot a volleyball player too. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder why um, volleyball and softball didn't have bigger professional leagues. Those are those are two sports that I enjoy that feel like they should be able to keep playing after college. Softball doesn't really market to players though at all in college. Like you always hear about Oklahoma, UCLA. We're, we're, we're like, hey, slow down. We're just getting basketball where true, it should be. True, 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 true. Like basketball is just finally getting to the point where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. like it's. There's no will the WNBA make it? All that's all of that's over. It's You're like, right. yo, this is a sustainable league that people are very interested in, um, and that's one of the big three sports. Yeah. I think you start venturing outside of that, it gets it gets tougher. You know what I'm I'm curious about? Hell, now. they'll barely watch Danica. Uh, what was her name? Danica Patrick when yeah. she was racing. Oh, they got a girl in this one. I don't want to watch this one. You know what Still I'm kind of curious curious about is what happens with uh, flag football. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but in high school they've they've had the girls' flag football. I think this might have been the first year or whatever. And I haven't watched the game, but I've heard, like, some good stuff going on out there. Mm. What mm. happens? Does that go into college? Do they start that it's in college or whatever? in the Olympics, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2026 or whenever. So let me, let me ask you this. Um, Reese wants to play football. He's, uh, you're saying like hypothetically? Yeah. Okay. Do you let him? No. He's tried to ask a couple times about, hey, let me play flag. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even, because well, what if you're good? Mm-hmm. Then I'm just going to take it away from you or you like it. Or, we ain't even going down that road. No. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any kids that I can tell no to, but it is something that's come up and they're like, I no, yeah. that'd be my answer. My answer would just flat out be no. Yeah, he's asked me to play flag. I'm like, we no, we're good. Oh, so no football at all? No, I got you. Because my whole thought like is, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got he's you. Flag mm-hmm. number one if he's, he's good, or yep. if it's like, man, I like. This. I want to play. play more. Yep. No. Okay, we'll come back. Uh, James Ham going to join us at the top of the hour, so we'll get our fun in in the next 45 minutes. And then we got to be serious. Um, we should talk. Of, oh, coach has gone wild. Got that. Yes. And Tom Brady. I want to hear that Tom Brady thing, too. Okay. That's, 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 a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm curious everybody's thoughts on that. We got that when D'Lo and Casey return here. Brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Pre-Thanksgiving, D'Lo and Casey. Good times. You know, Damien, there's something I was thinking about. And I wonder, I wonder if NBA executives think the same way. Watching this game right now, Ole Miss uh, and Temple. Spoiler alert, anybody DVR, and it just mute me real quick. Uh, 75-71, Ole Miss with about two and a half minutes I think you're the only person that does that for the record. We'll never get those viewers back. Yeah, yeah, they're gone forever. (laughs) Shout out, Danny. We got – they got a guy on there. Mm. His name is – I think it's Jamarian Sharp. He's 7'5". Okay. And I'm looking at – like some of these mock draft things. I don't think he's on anybody's mock draft. So I don't know if he's really good at all. But he's good enough to play right now, so there's that. But I don't know if he's like a good ball player or anything like that. 
Wouldn't you think maybe some Western Conference teams, or maybe even the Sacramento Kings, should take a flyer on a guy like that in the second round? And I say that because of Victor and Chet. Like, well, we just going to have Domas Garden Wimby forever? <laughs> like, that's unfair. Well, yeah, <laughs> but get you like, a seven, what are you going to start him? guy out there. Well, are you going to start him? You could spell, I, I don't know, maybe just have him there. You never know. I, I don't, I'm, I'm fine. That's why I would definitely get a 7'3 or taller guy on the roster this year. Absolutely. Taco Falls in China. Well, I was told Bo Bull was Victor Wimbanyama before Victor Wimbanyama. <laughs> Those takes get out there still on Twitter. Bro, sometimes. they still out there. <laughs> there are still people who will fight that 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 battle. Oh boy from Purdue, he's like seven three, I think. Eddie, Edie, whatever. I mean, like where he might be a borderline NBA player two three years ago. I feel like he got somebody got to take him. Now you have to. You got to prepare for this guy. You got to match up. 6'10 ain't going to get it done against Victor Wimbenyama. Got to factor it in. Yeah, but size isn't the end all be all to guarding. It's a false start. Yeah, it's a false start. Kenny Caraway, five yard penalty, repeat first down. Might even be offsides, but you went with the false start, so we'll go with that. Bunch of freaking children. Man. <laughs> it's a neutral zone infraction if I've ever seen one. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. These I, are things I think about watching I, college basketball sometimes. Essentially, um, you'd only be drafting for two games, though, right? Because the Kings only played Spurs twice. Yeah. Well, you played the, the Thunder. No, the Kings played three times. More, well, I guess they had chat. Those... And then the thought is you're going to match up with these guys in the playoffs at some point over the next few years. I don't know. De'Aaron Fox did a good job against Vic, though. Well, as long as we don't see Davion guarding Zion Williamson <laughs> anymore, I don't really care what you do. <laughs> Just a little bite-sized Snickers bar out there about to get destroyed. It's like that old high school video of that one kid guarding Zion where he's clapping in his face. And Zion's just like, what does this dude do? That was Cooper. It That's looked- Cooper guarding Zion. Look like, remember... You know that video they show of Andy Reid as an 11-year-old, but he's like... Oh, yeah, just a monster child? That, that's what it looked like. That, that, it, was, it was Andy Reid with the other kids in the <laughs> punt, pass, kick thing he was in or whatever. Um, I, I, I want to talk more about the Kings and, and, and the Pelicans tonight. We, we could do that. Uh, James is going to join us at the top of the hour. But, but, but you mentioned this, so let's, let's talk about it. Um, Tom Brady said, I'm sure we could find a clip of it too, relatively easy, because it was on the Stephen A. Smith show. Uh, Tom Brady said there's a lot of mediocrity in the league right now Mm. and went on to talk about how defensive players shouldn't have to protect offensive players. They have to learn to do it for themselves. And... We can bring up a little, a little reel or TikTok or whatever this is from, uh, from 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 the podcast, and you can uh, kind of form your own conclusions. But I've got I've got some I've got some questions about this. Uh, here's Brady and Steve. I, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- why not? 
I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm -hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way. And every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect themselves. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. I, I think there's a lot of mediocrity. Why you do? Don't throw it over the middle when Ray Lewis is out there. Uh, Find I, a better I, example, Tommy, buddy. <laughs> I got you. I kind of disagree with Tom. So let's let's start with this question. I want you to elaborate on that. So I, I, is this a case of is this we see it in the NBA once a week? Mm -hmm. Is this just the old timer criticizing the game? That's what it sounds like because I don't see a bunch of mediocrity in the, in the league right now. So I, and you know who else doesn't elite athletes who are crazy, <laughs> like crazy athletic and strong. You know who else doesn't the 29 million some odd people that tuned into that Monday night football game, mm. the ratings records that continue to be set in the NFL. Clearly they don't see it as right. mediocre. Uh I don't know if mediocrity is the right word, but it's not as talented, I think, as it has been, the league. Where? I mean, quarterbacks. We just left an era of quarterbacks where there was about, about eight, ten surefire Hall of Famers with Brady, Manning, um, ben, Big Ben, like Rivers, those guys, like that group of guys. You, Josh Allen, like those guys, like they're not those guys at all. Running backs. There's no Hall of Fame running backs right now. Maybe maybe a so couple of borderline. Running back is. There's a difference, yeah. The running back position is definitely. Yeah. Running back is where you see. Virtually. Gone. I think, uh, but the quarterback, we left the air with Manning, uh, Brady, Breeze. Roethlisberger. I mean, Rodgers is in there. Roethlisberger is there. Rogers, um, that's five. We don't have five Hall of Famers right now. Uh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> Just Pat Rock, Mahomes, I think. Rock Purdy. Pat. Um, Everyone else is just well. Every but but we're also like we're we're in the it's like a transition. It is transition. Yeah, and these guys we're, are really young. Like yeah, nobody would have said right. Breeze was a Hall of Famer in his fourth year. Right. Like like Josh Allen is 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 young. Right. Uh, 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 Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's in there. young. Yeah. Your boy Tua. Tua's finally coming in to 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 his own. Well, then maybe it's just one thing where it's like both things can be true. I guess it's like you said, it's a transition period. But like the league isn't as talented as it used to be right now. I think it is. I I, I think I think, I think, I think what it all I th I think where in in a, it wasn't necessarily well it wasn't that clip but I think what Brady is really getting at and this is what old people who cover the game speaking of did you see the skip Oh the, man, yeah. the sketch Richard Sherman stuff <laughs> Uncle Sherman we're getting close oh it's all, it's <laughs> we're right, getting it's close fellas yeah, it's, it's Uncle like. Like, like we're at the point Skip has to be miserable coming to work because he <laughs> knows those guys aren't going to put up with his crap. He's getting squeezed out of his own show. It, 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 about damn time. <laughs> that man said, uh, <laughs> he said, don't, don't interrupt me, I'm talking. 
Sherman was like, oh. Still, say, don't raise your voice. Yeah, yeah, lower your voice, Skip. <laughs> lower your voice. Um, but that's the thing that they harp on. Oh, the, it might as well be flag football at this point. It might as well be touch football at this point. Okay, no. It doesn't need mm-hmm. to be that. Like, they're trying to find ways uh, to make this game safer so I don't have to ask people like you the question that I just asked you before the, before mm-hmm. the commercial break about are you ever going to let your 11-year-old son play football? Because if I had, I absolutely, if I had any decision-making power in a young man's life, no, you can't play. Play something else. You cannot play football. And that's what they're trying to, what you could argue whether it's successful or not. You ban the hip tackle or the hip drop, hey, fine. The game is still dangerous. You ban hits to the head, the game is still dangerous. It is a violent collision sport. And I think the crux of what Brady is, that's what everything Brady said centers on, is those older players hate that, which is ironic because the beginning of the quarterback protection era started with him. Started with Brady. Mm-hmm. Started with Brady and the Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I dove into his leg towards ACL. Changed the rules forever. Couldn't hit down low after that below the That's it. Change the rules forever. Yeah, I, I I look at, like, this is where I, I push back on saying, like, the league isn't as talented. And I think, I, I you know, middle child, like J. Cole or something like that. Grew up in both areas. I love both areas. But if Mike McDaniels found a way to get Tyreek lined, lined up against Ray Lewis, what Ray Lewis going to do with him? Nothing. <laughs> Ray Lewis going to get Watch destroyed. Watch him run by him, yeah. He'll <laughs> get destroyed. So unless Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback, and then uh, don't let Jimmy he'd, point either. He throw it. He throw it high across the middle oh, and get Tyreek murdered. Get you murdered. <laughs> but like that's that's what I be thinking about. Like we got guys like that, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. When when you when you mention guys like Ray Lewis and and those guys, they can't they can't keep up with those guys. They were guarding Tony Gonzalez, who was great. Tony Gonzalez moved at the same pace that they did, and those they weren't doing five wide receiver sets on a regular, so you could get those guys uh, in space. Like they mm-hmm. could eat up. I get what you're saying. I don't know. I, maybe it's just a different game. It is definitely a different game. Yeah, that's the that's hundred percent. The running back thing is right though. They they have devalued the running back. I don't think the running backs are as good. Um, we don't have like there was like ten Christian McCaffreys. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just Christian McCaffrey right now. Mm-hmm. And Derrick Henry, maybe. That's it. So, hey, I, I don't I, – I wouldn't I – don't, I don't know about mediocrity. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have used that word. Mediocrity is tough. It's too harsh, I think. Yeah. I, it, it, I don't think we see it as much in football, maybe because of how – Quickly, the game evolves, um, be, be, be it for safety purposes or or length of season, like different things like that. You you just this happens all the former Detroit Pistons said they'd run the Golden State Warriors 2016 team out of the gym. Like, <laughs> all right, guy. I think this is different though Whatever. from the NBA guys to the NFL. I think the NBA guys are haters. Like Brady has some <laughs> points at least. <laughs> That's true. Wow. The NBA guys are haters. That's fact. Miles says, name a tight end that moves like Tyreek. You just compare Tyreek to Tony Gonzalez. 
But that's the whole point. The way these offenses and these play calls have evolved. Who was Fred Warner wasn't lined up with whoever the Cowboys uh, tight end was. He had to run with C.D. Lamb down the field. Yeah, in, well, I mean, in the playoffs, like that's that's the compromising positions these these offensive play play callers put the defenders in nowadays. Where you need your linebacker to be able to guard the tight end and guard C.D. Lamb. Like, good luck. Good luck. Tight ends aren't even really featured anymore either unless you're like a Kelsey Kittle, like one of those top guys. Right. Right. Mark Andrews, something like that. Um, the other thing that I saw here, too, somebody asked a question. I lost it. But they asked if Jerry Rice would cook in mm-hmm. today's game. Jerry Rice would. Jerry Rice would break Jerry Rice's records in today's game. <laughs> like, nah, that's facts. You can't yeah, touch yeah. him. You can't. He yeah. don't have to worry about yeah. getting hit, going across the middle. It's unguardable. Unguardable. And extra games. Extra games. Yeah, he'd unguardable. You break all of the the, the the thing that frustrates me is I was listening to uh, um, the insiders and they were talking to KJ right mm-hmm. before, and I think I, I forgot how they got onto this, but he was they were talking about like the inconsistencies with call with with officials mm-hmm. and like you don't really know when and what pass interference is right like sometimes they call it but sometimes they're both running down the sideline and the defender puts his hand on the shoulder pad and they don't call it yeah or they don't call illegal contact mm-hmm. at that point like so I don't. Sometimes I sit my. I find myself watching these games. Like, well, what's, what's the call? What's not the call? What do you let go? What do you not let go? They they have like these little crazy. Like he reaches out, uh, eight yards down the field. He reaches out, touches, touches him with his left hand, and they give it a legal contact. So is he supposed to not make contact? The entire that's impossible. How are you going to play defense if you can never make contact with the receiver? So I think that's a bigger issue in today's game. Is just. When, when they're gonna make these calls? NFL penalties, a lot of them are like based off of interpretation stuff like that. It's not like clear, like illegal contact. Like there's no clear what is legal contact. It's just a matter of if the ref felt it was or not. Right. I think that's one of the biggest issues. The right. pass interference, non-pass interference rule went away already, right? Yeah. That's matter of fact. That's what they were talking about because used to be KJ Wright was saying like they need to bring back something where you can kind of look at these calls again because mm-hmm. these are game that was, changing. It almost felt like they tanked well, that rule as we talked about he said he said he talked to roger goodell and roger's like ah it didn't really show to be much of a difference and he said that the video would always go with the referee amazing every single time <laughs> right? crazy crazy so, like it really didn't it didn't help anything because they were never going to go against the referee more times than not yeah and they i agree though they need something in there because do you think it makes officials look bad when calls are overturned regularly? No. Because See, I don't we, think so either, and that's what I thought they felt with that particular rule. Yeah, that's what they thought, but we always like give them the caveat and give them the respect. Like, man, it's such a fast game. Just you get know, the call right. Yeah. Yep. Like, we understand you missing the call because it's such a fast game. Like, go back, get it, get the right call. It's crazy. We need to have all of Domas's plays reviewed. Oh, my gosh. Is there anyone that gets beat up more in the paint than he does? Man, I don't think so. Because he's getting hit in the so. like he's getting like swat like swatted he, to his face. Yeah, they beat his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, you could do a thirteenth round uh, every <laughs> every day after a Kings game.
Talk about the the the, <laughs> the, the two piece Domas took in the second quarter. Help me out here. I feel like they kind of um, they kind of the refs call like they call Sabonis kind of like not like Shaq, but so more like he's just so physical. Where it's like you can't call everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's hundred yeah. percent what it is. Sure. It's 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 one of those. It's one of those strong big men things. This should kill. I always Shaq, Dwight, Boogie. Yep. And that's the that's the thing I always get frustrated with when they talk about he's soft or anything like that. Don't let Sarah. him being <laughs> unathletic or maybe not as athletic as a <laughs> Anthony Davis or something like that. <clears throat> don't let that confuse you with him being soft. Mm-hmm. It's a rock fight when Domas yeah. says, it. and he dishes some out too. Like he dips the shoulder. He 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 gets just as physical with everybody else in the league. Mm -hmm. It it is a physical battle when trying to go up against uh, Domas Sabonis. They don't call him the Ox for no reason. Yeah. Like, he's – he gets his looks in, too. Ox because it rhymes with Fox. Well, there's that, too. I never heard the Ox before. He got to (laughs) Sacramento. Rhymes with Fox. Oh, this works. Let's call him Ox and the Fox. It's like a basketball reference. They call Michael Jordan the Black Cat. Never heard that. (laughs) It's probably what he was listening to, the the Janet Jackson song, like 89 (laughs) or so. That's probably what he was listening to. That <laughs> before them Pistons playoff games, he was like, this is too aggressive. I need something softer. And yeah. that's where Anita Baker and Kenny Lattimore Kenny, came in. Kenny play. Lattimore came in and saved the day. Did you see uh, the latest episode of Coaches Gone Wild? <laughs> I did. And I'm not sure why it happened. I'm not either. But Shaka was pissed. And Bill Self was, like, disgusted. <laughs> you get Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, like, like Shaka was going at a player. He had to be held back. Shaka ain't here for you. He ain't here for nobody. He had to mess. hold him back. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Of course, Shaka hit 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 him. Hit. So the way the way Shaka Smart explained it was, and I'm sorry, I I, I forget Young Brother's name, but um, he's a talker, uh-huh. and he always talks to him, like when they're on the floor. And I don't he I don't know if he said the magic words. I, I'm not sure if he said something that got his attention. I'm not sure what it was. Um but he reacted to it mm. and then it resulted in a in a weird like pull Chase apart Carson out there type thing. <laughs> and then I think he laid into Bill, Bill Self. Self. Uh, get your players. Control your players. If I'm a coach in that situation out there for Hold on, I, I, just watching, just watching, just watching uh, Bill Self makes me laugh in this. He's he's so flustered with what's Welcome going back, on. Bill Self, by the way. I, indeed. You see them going at it. Shaka's walking away, and then they're still talking, still talking. And now, Bill Self, unbelievable! It's unbelievable. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> and that's not it. I'll, I'll I'll try to find the play that started started the whole thing. But see, the, the Bill thing Self about is it, what made me one, laugh one of the video. one of the unwritten rules. Oh, good. I love those. The players don't need to be talking to the coaches. Yeah, I'm okay with that, actually. Players don't, don't – I'm okay with that. Don't talk to the coaches, especially in that in that high school, college setting. Like, show some respect. Don't need to be talking to the coaches. And if I was Shaka Smart, I probably would have told Bill Self, and it's probably what he told him. was like, hey, man, get your player, man. Get him. Control these dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, make sure that – they could talk to my players – like player to player is cool. Yeah. Don't be talking to me. Don't do that. So yeah, I think that's I can't that's find the start guess. of the play. I just keep that's finding I just keep finding 
Shaka and Bill Self arguing. That was funny. Coach Which that's not wild. how it started. Coach is going wild is, is excellent. Oh, this this is good. <laughs> yeah, Coach is going wild is fun. It it's reminds fun. me of the classic of uh, the couple years ago. Jawan Howard got into it with the Wisconsin coach. Yeah, didn't Jawan like punch somebody? <laughs> like, what did Jawan do? Like, Jawan was like he was he was. Well, he was that was, that was an awesome. intense. Yo, that, that was, was an all-timer. Yeah, that was a crazy one. <laughs> Them Michigan dudes can't control their temper. <laughs> they either got anger management issues or they cheat. Come oh, on, really Juwan. a couple days away from this beatdown we're about to deliver. Yeah, it is going to be a beatdown. Can't down. wait. Can't wait for this beatdown we're about to deliver at the big house. It's going to be funny when your season end, like it just ends in like utter disappointment. Uh, well, that game is going to be two versus three as college football playoff yeah. rankings came out, and Florida State is out for now. I don't see a way where they get back in. Actually, I take that back. There is a way where they can get back in. It would take Washington, it's... or uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because if Washington lost to Oregon, Oregon would go in. If Washington lost to Oregon. Or excuse me, if Oregon, Oregon yeah, if Washington lost to Oregon, Oregon would go in. And Oregon sixth? Oregon sixth. And Florida State, the ACC title game isn't going to matter? Not if Oregon beat Washington. That's a Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, Washington's four. Washington's four. If Oregon beats and Oregon's six, they will absolutely jump Florida State. You beat okay. the number four team in the in the country. Okay, I'm just just asking. Absolutely. But, like Michigan or Ohio State's going to fall out. Yeah, the but that uh, yeah, they will fall out. We, I mean, we tried to work like they're almost certainly out unless unless there's a wild series of losses. Which is possible. Yeah. We've seen it before. The loser is almost certainly out. So you're looking at so other, Michigan is out. If the loser, yeah, if they lose, yeah, the yeah. Michigan is out. Luckily for America, that won't happen. Yeah, America. That's that's what we need. We are America's America, team. That's Jim, what, Jim told you yeah, that America needs Michigan in the. Jim told you that we're America's playoff. team. Stop playing. We need Great. to get Ohio State out of there. The evil empire. Get oh, for here. goodness sakes! So. Oh, Ryan Day better get a win though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So so here but here's the thing. They want Florida State out. <laughs> oh no, I agree. <laughs> so any opportunity they could get Texas in there or it, it don't matter who it is, just get Florida State out. That's no, that's their goal. I agree. Oh look I look just, at these look at the, the Michigan look a bunch of thugs. Look, look at, at the thugs no, in Wisconsin. No, it's them. I, I pulled up the oh, video of boy. Juwan Howard and you're right, it's a Look at look at that! All dogs in look Wisconsin. At, look at oh oh! oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. What uniform was that in? Well, these Michigan uh, guys protecting his, his player. These punk ass Ann Arbor kids just that's a uh, oh privileged little brats throwing punches. Look, look, hey, back up look off it. me! Look at, don't back! Don't hold look at, me! Nope. Back up off me! Look at look at just back up off me, dog! Bully! Look, put put your mask on, sir. <laughs> look at pulled his mask down and everything. Where's he's, the other guy's mask? He's, he's, well, where's his mask? He I didn't even have one he, on. He went to Kim Mulkey school, I guess. And <laughs> shout out to the little old lady in the back. Oh wait, now I gotta see this. What's she doing? She's just oh, sitting no. there with her cane, like just probably praying this doesn't <laughs> dump on her. Hold on, wait, hold where's on. Where's the, 
I see the I see the young lady. She's got her mask on. I don't even remember what year this Chanel was. Chanel bag and look like. Oh, oh, oh there she, she is. Oh. There oh, she no. is. Yep. Oh no. It's right oh, there. Too. Oh, Juwan, be aware, Juwan. <laughs> not in front of the little old lady. Hey, did Juwan give him a karate chop? What was that? Oh, look at the little old lady. Look at look at all the, look at these guys just scaring the little old lady in the background. Look at she's being protected by the usher. You see that? Poor sister Jean in the back. Wow. <laughs> Are you proud of your school right here? This yeah, is they were what, being bullied by these guys This is what in Michigan Wisconsin. represents right there. They're being bullied by these guys in Wisconsin. Hey, Michigan Wolverines in the chat, change your screen name. This is what y'all represent right here. Stop. Gross. Stop. Gross behavior. Don't let the media twist the Ohio out. State would never. Did you hear uh, <laughs> the? Uh, there was a movement in Ann Arbor by the student body or somebody to boycott game day because game day is going to be there because they think ESPN is – uh, sticking it to Michigan. So they're saying boycott game day. Don't show up for, for game day. They're sticking it to Michigan because of the coverage of what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh. A little excessive. Fine bomb every other day is talking about how disgraceful this is. Settle Fine down. Fine bombs, Mr. The SEC. Going yeah, like, what, the hell, what the hell's going on in SEC? Michigan turning themselves into the victim in this whole story is top tier stuff. And people <laughs> falling for it is even more amazing. Hey, man. It's got to be accountable. accountable. You call this a – This is your guys' sport, though. This is why I don't get into college football. Can't, this is can't, wild. can't deal with this, dude. We'll come be back. Accountable. James joins us at three. We'll talk Kings basketball. We'll talk this matchup. Um, Keon Ellis. Uh, he's going to miss tonight's game. He's getting shots up. Chris Peterman just texted that. That's useless, Chris Peterman. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. Is he allowed to do that? Tweet? Oh, I thought you said he texted you. No, oh, well, he, no, he'd get in big trouble for communicating <laughs> with me, but he he did tweet that for America to read. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk Kings basketball. We'll talk Kings Pelicans as well with James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 916- 909-1320, our man Ramsey with us. Ramsey, what's happening, brother? Not too much. Trying to avoid these people in these streets today, the day before Thanksgiving. Ooh, it's crazy right now. It's Not crazy. the way you drive, bro. Yeah. You ain't going to be doing nothing but encountering <laughs> hey, people. Hold on real quick while Ramsey's yeah. here. Ramsey, did you say there was a goat on the middle of the freeway the other day? There were goats on the side of the freeway, yes. Oh, boy. Because they were they were grazing and eating the eating the eating – the, um, the landscape on the side of Highway 50. Yeah. Wouldn't have them as pets either. Jazz wants a goat. Okay. No. I think no, you I lose got, the basketball court before if I get, you get a goat. I, I got one question for Kenny before I get to the whole Marquette thing last night. For sure. Did you watch the TCU-Cal game that went to like 1235 on Monday night slash Tuesday morning? No. How did I miss that? Damn it. Where were they and playing? It was a buzzer beater. They, were, they played at San Juan Capistrano in some high school gym. Oh, that's right. That's, the, was, that's the, yeah, that Sex State's in that State tournament. Yeah, 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 Sex State's in that tournament. Damn, I missed that one. I wanted to watch Fresno State and New Mexico State last night, but I was under the weather. Yeah, yeah but that whole, the whole thing didn't start from the dude from uh, Kansas, Kevin McCullough Jr. It actually started from one of the Marquette players that hit a three and basically did a Steph Curry, turned around, looked at the bench, and hit the shot. <laughs> Kevin McCullough Jr. thought he could do it, and then – that's what sparked everything with Shaka Smart and Bill Self. Man. It was funny. These kids is crazy. <laughs> well, this is all Steph Curry's fault, bro. First Steph quarter. Curry, Mark Jackson was right. Steph Curry ruined <laughs> basketball. 
All this was in the first half. That's right. That's right. That's the that's the other part of it that's funny. You didn't even have time to build to like a crazy coach. And and didn't Marquette beat their ass? Didn't Marquette beat like Marquette whooped them? <laughs> yeah, Marquette got that. Yeah, they got that. So Kansas was the number one team in the country. They won't be anymore. Mm-mm. Marquette could be number one in the country if they uh, number one team doing. in the country doesn't mean anything anymore. It does mean something. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's like a week. Don't do that. It doesn't have to be. When your games, you'd be number one for yeah, a but long they time. don't. That's not hoop no more. That's not college basketball. It's musical anymore. chairs now. That's a hundred percent what it is. Stop, stop. Purdue will be Purdue will be number one in about a month from now. He's Purdue right. will be one. You remember then, uh, last year the Aljamon Howard's back. I wonder when he was coming back. But uh, remember last year uh, <laughs> UNC was the preseason number one. <laughs> they didn't make the tournament. Oh man, <laughs> what's that say about the group that? Votes them to be number one. That's got to be embarrassing. Now that's an outlier too. That use that don't happen. <laughs> I don't know. What oh, that dude does look like me. I <laughs> I don't know if that's the guy you always they always post on Twitter. But the host of the, I looked up at the host of this show like oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay. Dave Harling at halftime <laughs> Maui Invitational. I don't get the Harry Lyles one, but that's, that that guy. That's kind of wild. What's that guy's <laughs> name? I don't know. We got we could rewind it back and see the name. I'm not sure what his name is. We've looked him up before too. We always forget yeah, his name. That's kind of wild. Got to have him on the show. That, we don't. <laughs> we already had Ricky Starks on. Imagine the show. we have you, Ricky, and him. <laughs> we do the three Spider-Man meme when them everyone point at each other. I'm gonna make some calls. Let's do it. Get to work. Let's do it. Get to work. What do you think about this matchup tonight? Is this a difficult throw the other night out the window? Is the Pelicans a difficult matchup for Sacramento? Uh, yes and no. I mean, they have they have components of when they start cooking. Um, they're a problem for anybody, I mm-hmm. think. Um, with Zion and Ingram, they're they're that talented of basketball players, but specifically for the Kings. I don't know because I don't think they necessarily have somebody to guard De'Aaron Fox. Um, they do match up really well with Sabonis with Valanciunas, so that's something. Like usually, teams have not you. You understand what I'm saying? A Zion or Valanciunas, <clears throat> not a Zion and Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. So, like usually, Sabonis will be able to match up with a Zion. But now you got to worry about Valanciunas. I feel like Valanciunas is a problem for Sacramento no matter he, what. Now team he he's is, on. he is, and that's three guys now that you talk about are just matchup problems. But uh, I don't know. I've I've seen not this year, obviously, but I've seen this Kings team handle that incarnation of the Pelicans before. But they have a lot of guys that are, you know, could be potentially problematic. Herb Jones is is a, is a yeah, problem. he's good. No, and, they got uh, capable shooters. Dyson Daniels is a, is a good little ball player. So they they pose some problems, but nothing that I don't think this Kings team can overcome. I, I, what do you think? I don't think I wrote this. I should have wrote this number down. I, they had points in the, the – the one stat I really noticed was points in the paint. It was 64 to 40. And I think I heard Deuce say – Maybe in the third quarter, it was like twenty-two to two. Like my goodness, and like that number really stood out to me. Again, 
do whatever you want to with Monday's game. If you say you want to crumple it up, throw it away. That's fine. I, I think, though, just as a matchup, like this is a – that stat could repeat itself. That cat stat could repeat itself in the Sacramento Kings win, mm-hmm. right, the the 64 to 40 points in the paint stat. That stat could repeat itself, and it's a much closer game. Like there's a – there's a uh, like a – just an avalanche of things that went bad for Sacramento yeah. in that game on Monday. Um, another tidbit from that uh, Mike Brown interview, he said they did not throw that game away. They watched it. They analyzed it. They went out because that was the first thing. You know, come in like, hey, these games like that, you just kind of toss it aside. And he's like, ah, maybe sometimes, but not this one. Mm. We, we, we watched it. We went over this one. Mm. So he was like, I, if I had to watch it, you guys got to watch it. That's fair. That's <laughs> so, fair. Yeah. I would say from – from my perspective, I don't know how to go back and watch it and make heads or tails of it because the Kings were so bad. I think and, there's a there becomes a point in time when it, you don't have to watch it no more, right? Like I can see why Mike would quarter, do it. Like what are we what are we watching at that point? You guys have kind of checked out, but if if the Kings were playing the Timberwolves today, uh-huh. do you think they're watching it? Like you're, I, like question. I get, I it's get the question. value. Yeah. I get the value in watching it, given that you're playing the same exact team, because there are, again, it, it's the conversation we're having right now. As bad as things may have gone for Sacramento, the Pelicans did things really that you know the Pelicans posed some problems for Sacramento yeah. that they've got to figure out a way to deal with. My guess would be with the way that Mike Brown coaches, mm-hmm. yeah, they'd still watch it because there's fundamental things sure. that he probably didn't like. You know what I mean? And you need to understand this is a fundamental problem, not just a problem when we go up against the Pelicans, but these are things that can't happen against anybody that we play. Let's get Lazy in here. 916-909-1320. What's up, Lazy? Yo, D-Lo and KC, we them boys. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> uh, H-A-L. <laughs> What's up, KC? Hey, Casey Dilo, I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving coming up, man. I hope you guys have a good one. Uh, Me too, bro. Thank you. Uh, first things first, fly, Eagles fly. And uh, two, I wanted to call in with a question about uh, Davion. Um, yesterday you guys were talking about Davion Mitchell at Trista Crate. You guys were kind of questioning, you know, if Davion has a future here because he's kind of been up and down, up and down in rotations. Do you guys think Davion's struggling because maybe it's his skill or do you think he's struggling because I think – He's not really getting the minutes because he's not the starter. Like, obviously, Fox is a starter. He's doing great. But I think Davion might be suffering because he's not getting those minutes. You see how – it's a bad example. I hate talking about it, but you see how Tyrese has kind of been doing better now that he's the star on his team. Do you think Davion would be good on a separate team like maybe the Bulls or whoever? I do think he'll – one, your happiness actually annoys me <laughs> at this point. Like, you're so happy it's obnoxious. Keep being happy, Lizzie. Uh Second of all, no, I I, I don't think so. I, yes and no. The, the last thing Lizzie said, I think, is I think, I think he would thrive on another team. Mm. Um, I, I, the, I just don't think he fits here. Mm. And – Part of it is De'Aaron, which is, you know, you go to Chicago or wherever, that problem solved because De'Aaron isn't there. But I, I'm i kind of past the the minutes thing. Mm. Um, there's something else, and it's not just minutes. He's got – he's he's going to get – Keon's not – Keon's out. Mm. He's going to get an opportunity to play today. Mm. Uh, and it to me, it's become just kind of a flip of the coin as to what you're going to get from Davion. Mm. Uh, he'll be like he he was the 
the first night Keon started, or he'll be like he was the second night Keon started. And that ultimately led us to where we got multiple DMPs, and now we got Keon out. Davion could be very, very valuable in, in the Sacramento Kings game plan moving forward. Or he could not. I don't know what to... I believe in Davion, the basketball player. I don't know how much longer I can believe in Davion, the Sacramento King. And that's where that's where I'm struggling. I think I think he's I think he's I think he's a good ball player. I think he has a a, a tremendous defensive skill set. I think he has offensive capability. But there's just for some reason something here that doesn't click with Davion, Mike, and perhaps the rest of this this roster. Yeah, I don't. I don't and that's really the kind of the frustrating thing, right? Is for us is we don't know what that is. We don't know what it is that Mike and those guys are looking for that he's not doing. You know, whether it's pushing the ball at the floor, certain level of defense. I, I I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like it's as clear cut as Mike Brown could be sometimes is most of the time, feels like Davion isn't sure about what it is that he needs to be doing or what it is that that's going to keep him on the court. And, and that's tough. Like yeah. if the player doesn't know. Yeah. I that but that's that's also where my mind said it. Like I think he does know. I just don't know that he could do it. Mm. For whatever reason. I just don't know that he could do it. And it, to to be Fair. I don't know what it is, but I think he knows what it is, and I think Mike has communicated that to him. Mike may have communicated it to us, you know. In in in, he was asked. I think it was the first night. I think it was the first night Davion got a DMP, and someone asked him about Davion. Will he have an opportunity to get back in the rotation? And he was like, "Yeah." if he does the things we're asking him to do. I feel like he might have laid out a couple of things, um, but I think sometimes when Mike talks, he does a, a nice job of maybe speaking, saying things that sounds like he's speaking in general, mm-hmm. when in reality he might be speaking to or about a single person. Mm. And I think that's what's happening with Davion yeah. in some of yeah, these situations. Case, for sure. Steve, you got three more hours in you? Yeah. All right. Cook. Just checking. Cook. It's nothing. Steeler and KC here on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM KRXQ HD2 Sacramento ESPN 1320 always live on the free Odyssey app. What are you laughing at? Kenny, you got three more hours left in you and Kenny's like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. I'm ready, baby. We're cooking. Uh, you, know what's, you know what'll happen, Ham, is I'll flip the board. We'll go over to 102.5. I'll set it up to where Sexy Red is like the first or second song, and then my man will be good. Is Sexy Red on your holiday playlist? Um, it might be. I just don't know. Oh, I've you know. Oh, you know Sexy Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, 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 you a, would know. She had a quite crazy tweet yesterday. I was like, this has got to stop. I'm, I don't follow Sexy Red on Twitter. I don't follow her either, but her tweets come up. Well, actually, this was like a quote tweet from somebody I do follow and it's like this is this is ridiculous, sexy red. Come she's, on now, she's doing a lot. Miss Red, stop. Yes, Miss Red, you're a mother at this soon to be. Yeah. Uh, Hammer, Crazy. we're talking about this uh, Pelicans matchup tonight, and 
it's tough to decipher, you know, what exactly we saw Monday, but I think we all have kind of come to the conclusion that the Pelicans, regardless of what happened in that game, the Pelicans are a tough matchup uh, for Sacramento. And if Sacramento was on their A game tonight or today, it's still a, it's, it's still going to be a tough outing for them. Oh, I totally agree, especially with how beat up the Kings are right now. Um, you know, the Pelicans are beat up too. They always are, though. They're kind of used to playing shorthanded. Yeah. Um, but, like, at some point, don't you have to see if Zion Williamson can go right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, just asking for a friend. Like, is there a way that you could try to force him to go use his right hand or go try to finish at the rim on, at the right side? Like it, it's like a reverse Zoolander thing. Like the dude can't, he can only a Louie and you get, you just kept letting him do it the whole game. Um, I think tonight what we'll see is uh, Mike Brown cheering for a couple of guys who step in and take a charge on that left side and just get run over Zion. And, you know, you'll see Mike Brown cheering on the sidelines because that's what he's begging for his players to do. And I, I don't know, anyone who watches the game, you got to be thinking the same thing. Like somebody just go stand in the path and draw a char- charge because he's out of control, spinning to his left the entire game. Outside of that, it's going to be tough because if you don't have Keegan Murray, who's going to shut down Brandon Ingram? And uh, you get you might get a couple of bodies back tonight, but it, it's going to be a little ragged look. Mm. Stepping in front of Zion to take a charge, a little easier than it looks. Easier than it sounds as well. No, stepping in front of him is easy. Taking the charge is the difficult part. <laughs> no, getting up off the ground, that's the hard part. <laughs> Deciding this is what I'm going to do with my Wednesday night, step in front of that giant human being, that's a tough look. You know what I always think about, too, like when people like take away his left, take away his left, not design, but anybody, is nobody says that about people that go to the right. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, the right-handed players, go to their right, finish with the right all the time. And like, take the right hand away. Nobody says that. But the lefty, it's like it's just so easy. Just take the left hand away. You don't have anything else. Well, in theory, it should be easier for a right-handed shot blocker to take away the left hand, uh, a left-handed person's you know shot. But it, he's just so uh, broad through the shoulders. That it, it's nearly impossible. You know, he, he really does play the game like an NFL defensive lineman. And it, it's really difficult to like to keep him from rolling on you. And the other thing I'd point out, like, he, it's not like he's dunking on the Kings the whole time. Like, this guy is a highlight reel when he gets loose and, you know, he's got a free run at the rim. But he's scoring on all of these little flip shots and I, I know that that's really difficult to stop because of angles and stuff and because you're expecting something different. But I also think that like, there has to be a way to stop a guy from going one direction. You know, It's not like he's using a skyhook. It's not like you know, he's mixing it up at all. He's just going around you and doing a left-handed layup again and again and again. So at some point, you know, somebody does have to stand in there and take a charge. I don't want to see JaVale McGee standing under the basket waiting to swat at a ball that he's not going to get. And and that's what we saw a couple of times last game. Um, you know, I, I don't want to see these guys. They wall him off, and then as soon as they wall him off, you're fine. Like, he passes out of it. And the problem is you, you have to consistently do it, uh, and you have to stay out of foul trouble, and it's not easy. But, like, that's the game plan, and 
you got to stick to it and you got to hope that your guys, uh, you know, follow the rules uh, of the game plan and, and that it's good enough to stop him. Uh, it took five minutes and 44 seconds for those who were wondering before James went at Jabel McGee. So five minutes and 44 seconds is the new barometer. Um, well, I mean, you guys, like we all watch the same thing, right? It's not like I'm, I'm, if you have a shot blocker, which the Kings have one, they have one shot blocker, unless you want to count Malik Monk, who has more shots, who's blocked more shots than JaVale has. Um, and, and, you know, unless you want to count one of those guys, that's fine. But you got one shot blocker and you just have to be in the right position. And the right position isn't underneath the, in the circle underneath the basket. It's to step up and shield away that left side and go vertical. And you don't have to block the shot. You just have to make it more difficult. The Kings are just late to getting there every single time with him. And I don't get it because it's not like he's moving at the sound, at the like speed of sound. But, but my whole thing is like, this is what he does. The issue is never Zion being able to play. It's if he's playing. Like this is the Kings are going to have to figure out. Like it, it sounds as simple as just cut off his left hand. This is what he does all the time, and he shoots sixty-seven percent from the field and gets a lap on the entire league. Like this is what he does. Now that doesn't mean don't game plan, but this this ain't a Kings problem. This is just what Zion. This is what he does every time he plays the game of basketball. No, I get what you're saying. Um, you know, like we we had Marvin Bagley here in Sacramento. You can go ahead and put that one down too. Uh, James talking <laughs> Marvin Bagley. There you go. Next up, I'll talk about he healed. How about that? Um, hey, buddy was cooking last buddy night. Was cooking he last was night. cooking. Buddy was he on fire. Bogey was cooking. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't cooking. even talk. Bogey so had like 26. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he was he was on fire too. Um, they all of them were like going at it. It, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, but uh, where was I going with that? Like Marvin Bagley, like everyone always talks about how Marvin can only go left, right? Marvin had like a really, really nice array of of jump hooks and up and unders, and he could dunk on you. Like that's one thing. When a guy, you know, Al Jefferson only had one move, and it was really effective. This is like a like a underhand layup he's doing on almost every possession. That's where I'm confused. It's like how is he getting away with that specific play? It's not like he's doing anything tricky. He's just bull rushing you and getting around you and using his left hand. And so I don't know, maybe the whole entire league can't figure it out, but it's not like he's, he's averaging 35 a game, you know? So we'll, we'll have to wait and see what the, the game plan is in this one, but I expect the Kings to draw a few charges. I think there, you know, Zion Williamson certainly a focus of of any opponent. But man, Hammer Casey and I were talking about this a few minutes ago. It sure feels like Valanciunas is a problem for Sacramento, regardless of the uniform he's wearing. Yeah, you know, he's kind of like this weird mixture of the the tall guy that blocks shots and the the really heavy weight guy who doesn't leave his feet. Right. And so we know Sabonis doesn't do well with like the super strong guys. Um, this is a super strong guy. And it's also a super strong guy that knows Domas as well as anyone. They play together on the Lith- Lithuanian national team and they've spent a ton of time together. So like they've practiced against each other a ton. He knows, you know, the book on Sabonis and you got to figure out a way to be better. You got to move faster. You got to, um, you know, have your have your guards playing faster 
whatever it is, you need to figure out a way to get Sabonis loose a little bit in this one. And you can't just say, hey, you know, it's a tough matchup, and so you're going to lose a game. Like, you you still have to go out there and try to win the matchup each and every time. Like, Valanchunas is a good player. Uh, Sabonis is a great player. And sometimes a great player has to go out there and do something above and beyond and try to go try to go uh, make an impact for his team. And so I expect to see a better performance out of Sabonis in this one. What do you think happened on Monday night? You know, was it was it a – we talk about this from time to time, but was it a schedule loss or, you know, did what happened out there? Or credit to New Orleans. Did they just beat up on the Kings? Yeah, I mean, I think a little bit of credit to New Orleans. They came out and they, they did damage. Um, I also think – like, I don't believe in – a scheduling loss when it, it's not like your schedule is so bad that, you know, for me, a scheduling loss uh, would be like a horrible flight and all that stuff. This was a short flight. It was a, a back-to-back. I would point out it's the Kings first back-to-back. So that's a little bit difficult. It didn't help that Keegan Murray went down uh, a, and didn't come back out for halftime. And I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, he didn't go to shoot around this morning or wasn't at shoot around this morning. Uh, it's possible he's getting treatment and that there's somehow he could play, but his questionable feels more like doubtful tonight than it does mm-hmm. anything else. Um, where uh, the questionable for Trey Lyles or the questionable for um, Sasha Vizenkov feels like maybe they'll play. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but like the Kings don't have a lot of different answers for guys uh, when you lose the, the length and athleticism and the defensive prowess now that is uh, Keegan Murray. So, um, yeah, it could be it could be another long night, but like, look, the Kings have been a better team than the Pelicans all year long. What you don't want to see is a game where what we saw in Houston, where the first one was ugly and the second one was worse. <laughs> that would that would be a trend that I I don't like starting to develop, where you you let somebody beat you and then you let them embarrass you the next time. That that wouldn't be a good sign. Uh, I co-sign that. Let's not do that tonight. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, you said, do I have three hours left in me? I think I might leave because that game comes on while we're. <laughs> you know, I thought of that. I realized we we might just have to not watch it. <laughs> like the last two times Kenny and I have watched games together in the studio was the Houston Monday game, the Houston mm-hmm. Monday Massacre, and the New Orleans Monday Massacre. So it's on us. Uh, we, we may have to take the, the courageous step to not watch the yeah. game together. Um, do it for the people. No, we we are we are we are the people show. We always have been. James, what do you expect from Trey tonight? It it all, all appearances are he's back. You, are we are we talking minutes restriction or hell at this rate? Are we talking starting? Like what do, what do you think we're looking at with Trey tonight? Yeah, I I certainly think he's going to be on a minutes restriction. We haven't heard that from Mike Brown, but you know they've done a lot of work behind the scenes. Like it was like. Maybe three weeks ago, we saw him do like a really rigorous workout, and he said that that was like his third workout like that at that point. Um, and then he's continued to do that, but they've actually extended it where he's doing half court workouts. It's tough to get the practices in, which is what Mike Brown always wants to see. He wants to see a guy have multiple practices under his belt before they put him back out there. If we saw Trey for more than like 18 minutes, I'd be kind of surprised. But either way, I'm going to be surprised because I don't know that you know how many minutes are there, unless we're just dealing with an injury issue, and so I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens there. Um, to be honest, I think he opens up a whole new world for the Sacramento Kings. 
And, you know, I think not only in this game could you really use him as a guy who you slide over and say, hey, why don't you go give us like six quality minutes on Zion Williamson and we'll see what you can do. Like, I don't know that anyone is going to stop Zion by himself, uh, but Trey's like, he's a, a big, strong guy. He he should be able to at least compete with him, um, it, you know, and then on the offensive end, I think getting Trey back, I think getting Trey back just opens up so much for Mike Brown because now you can do the small ball action, which they have not been doing at all. You know, so instead of going to a JaVel McGee or an Alex Len, you can go to a Trey Lyles and really try to run teams. And so I think that where we'll really see that potentially is against a team like Minnesota, where, you know, you might give up some rebounds and you might give up some buckets in the paint to Gobert or Cat, but at the same time, you can drag those guys outside and open up the whole floor for your team. So I'm excited to see Trey get back on the floor because, you know, this offense is very versatile, but when you add a piece like him, you even become more versatile. Uh, he's a guy who can shoot from the outside. He can take the ball to the hoop. Uh, he can rebound. He can pass. And he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So I'd like to see, you know, what this team looks like at full speed with Trey Lyles playing, you know, maybe at full strength, like 18 to 22 minutes a game uh, on the season. But, you know, I, I think he just adds a new variable that they don't have right now. Do you think there's a possibility that Trey Lyles starts tonight with Keegan? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, starting a guy who hasn't played, I mean, what are the Kings? Kings are 8-5, and five, so he hasn't played in 13 games. He didn't play in the final preseason game or two because uh, that's when he got hurt. Um, I think it's tough. I don't think I would start him. Uh, I, I know people might think I'm crazy here, but like my first option if Keegan isn't going to play, it would probably be to slide um, Harrison Barnes to the four and have him just like deal with uh, Zion the best he can and start Kessler Edwards because I think he gives you the best opportunity to slow down um, uh, Brandon Ingram. And, and, just and that's where Mike went on Monday. Uh, yeah. When, when they lost in the second half. Keegan, yeah, it was Kessler Edwards. So obviously now it's a little bit different because I think we haven't talked. Duarte's back also. Like you have. You have a few more options than you did uh, at the time, but I think a lot of people wondered if Mike would wind up going with Kessler anyways. Yeah, Duarte is is um, he's still questionable, so I'm not sure if he's playing or not. And I would say like the other option, it's kind of a an oddball lineup, but slide Harrison Barnes to the four, slide Kevin Herter to the three, and let Chris Duarte start at the two. Mm-hmm. That might give you a little more. Well, it's going to give you a lot more offensive versatility. Um, but I would even expect if they do the other lineup where we're talking about Harrison Barnes at the, at the four, I would expect Kessler Edwards to go in the corner and, and be the three point guy. And I would expect Harrison Barnes to be up doing the DHO pick and roll game with Demonis for at least a couple of, uh, a couple of minutes per, per half. Um, and, and just kind of switch it up where you're not relying on whatever Kessler can bring on the offensive end. And Kessler can shoot. He's worked really hard on his three-point shooting. Uh, I think it would be good to see him. Now, like, again, I'm not sure that Duarte's playing or not. Like, we have all of these players that are questionable. There are four of them. Um, we know that Alex Len and Keon Ellis won't play. Uh, but, you know, Vazenkov, uh, Duarte, uh, Lyles, and, and Keegan are all uh, questionable. 
Well, this whole damn game is questionable, if you ask me. <laughs> Sounds like it, right? Yeah, it's it's not it's not the like we were watching. I don't, you you referenced him earlier. We were watching the other like I, what do you? I don't even know what you do with Brandon Ingram. Like he's he's when he's on, he's like that. He like approaches that Kevin Durant level of like what do you do? Like he's yeah. dribbling and he's hitting like turnaround. You know, you can't you can't block like you could defend it the best you can, but you're not really doing anything to him because he's like six eleven. Feels unguardable, and he's just got this beautiful touch. Like he, he's a really interesting player to me because it feels like he has all of the tools to be one of the greats, but it just doesn't quite come together completely for him. But man, he is a he is just so problematic to me. Yeah, he's super talented, um, but at some point it has to like equate. Like, sure, he's doing it on one night against the Sacramento Kings, but you know the Pelicans are seven and seven. Reason number one, you know they have a bunch of injury problems, which they always do. Um, but also, you know, this is a guy that he's kind of hit and miss. You know, uh, you you love looking at the the twenty four five and five and a half, um, but you know he, this will surprise you guys. He's shooting 30% from three on the season. It just didn't look like it, it against the Kings. Me. I don't think he missed it against the Kings. I think he shot a perfect 50 for 50 yeah, or something like, like nobody that. nobody missed a three. Against the Kings. It was yeah, the first game in history the game. where the, the Pelicans shot 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, he's one of those players, though, that when he is cooking, there's, there isn't a lot you can do. Uh, I think you get more and more physical with him, which is why I, I would say, hey, Chris Duarte might be an option there. You know, let Duarte go and and battle with him a little bit. Um, but this is a, a Pelicans team. You know, they didn't know that they're going to have Herb Jones for that last game. I think he was uh, questionable or doubtful coming into the day, and all of a sudden he was playing. Um, you know, that's he adds an element. Uh, a guy at like six foot eight who can defend, who can defend box at least part part of the time. But I, I just think the Kings will have a much better game plan coming into this game it won't be to have fox go two of 12 from three you know he's he's gonna have to do better uh the rest of the guys are gonna have to do better as well you know you got to have kevin herter who's got a banged up finger um he's gonna have to start playing better uh in these situations and uh you you have to open the spacing for domas if you want to know how to get domas loose it's for your your other guys to hit their shots once they start falling the whole spacing on the court changes and you know, you'll, you allow him a little bit more leeway to get to the basket and do some damage. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, you know, we're going to see a better effort tonight. Is that At what happened Monday? What you think that's what happened Monday? They, they were so bad shooting. They just collapsed on Domas and didn't made his life yeah, miserable. I think their game plan from the beginning mm. was to collapse the middle on both Fox and Sabonis and say, go ahead and beat us. And Fox just kept shooting and couldn't hit. And it, it's not like he was way off. He just wasn't hitting like he had been the previous game and the previous week or two before that. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, again, you have to force a team to do something different. And you don't want to see the Kings come out. And we've seen this before where their first 10 shots are three-pointers. Um, but that's what the defense gives you. It's kind of what you have to do. Right, you have to keep shooting, and hopefully you hit them. If you hit them, the game plan changes for the other for the other team. They start going out, they start defending you harder. 
uh, on the perimeter, and then it opens up everything in the middle. And so hopefully the Kings can have that, uh, you know, effect tonight. But, you know, who knows? Again, Herder's playing with a totally taped up index finger on his non-shooting hand, but it's not easy to go get rebounds. It's not easy to hit the three ball. He's got to make adjustments. Um, you know, you need more from Harrison Barnes, 16 points and like four rebounds last game. That was that was nice, but you need more. Uh, this is one of those games where everybody has to step up until you get 100% healthy or you're going to, you know, be in danger of starting a road trip three and three with the potential, I mean, starting three and zero, and with the potential of coming back at 500 with a three game losing streak, heading into a, a do or die uh, against the, the golden state warriors for an in season tournament bid. Don't so, want that. Nope. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. No matter it's inevitable. What. Um, which, and, and that's so, that's so crazy too, that you, you bring that up. Cause I was thinking about that as well. It's like, Oh, they already secured a 500 road trip, which is, a good thing, but the way you get there, the story as how you got the 300 road trip, it could take a, a drastically different turn than you know what it normally is. Because if you start off three and zero, then you lose your last three. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as good as if, say, you started off one and two, and then you won two and one in the, fa- the the final three. You still get to the same place, but you're feeling a little different, different. road. Yeah, you're, you're feeling a little different uh, getting there. That's why I think tonight is is a pretty pretty big game for this group yeah you don't want to also start losing series to teams that you're competing with for uh or you could be competing with for playoff uh like standings and you know i don't think that that's going to be the case with the houston rockets but again those are western conference losses you don't you don't want to start stacking up a bunch of zero and twos against you know you're already there with uh with both the the warriors and the rockets um, if you add the Pelicans into that, that's not good um, because there's going to come a point where you might face a Clippers team that's figured it out and, and you still got to face them four times. You might face a Suns team that's figured it out and gets healthy and you still got to face them four times. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of big time teams. I mean, you still got to play uh, Denver like three or four times. Like the Kings can't slack off here and, and just think, okay. They can't let go of the rope, right? We we saw that in Houston, the one game where it was just like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't expect this team to just let go and, and get clubbed. Um, and it's all right to have a bad loss every once in a while, but you can't have a, the same bad loss two games in a row to the same team. Uh, at again. least not in my opinion. <laughs> well, you can't, can't do that it, again. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why all of us are a little sitting back a little leery on this game because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, we already saw what happened the last time that you guys get in this situation and do you recover? Do you not? And Houston's a, a nice town to go down and go out in. Uh, but new Orleans is a whole nother level. And so like the, you don't want the, these guys coming out and looking like they, they got the, uh, the bourbon street flu or something. And so hopefully, hopefully they're, uh, they're ready to roll when, uh, at five o'clock when it tips off. We'll come back. I think there's a, a, a lot more to uh, talk about with the with the leeriness of this game. We'll talk about what it means if Keegan's out for a little while. Like, it hasn't really been discussed, and I think part of it is this injury happens on the road, and I think the only person there who is Chris Biederman is Chris Biederman. I think he only has so much access. We don't, we don't exactly know what's going on, so we'll uh, talk about that and get you ready for that game as – Hammer said it's just about uh, an hour and some change away. So 
We've got that coming up. We'll close out this week strong with the insider, our insider, James Ham here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. No reason we can't continue. Let the beat drop. Thank you. No reason to uh, not continue that conversation on the air as James and KC were having a discussion well, about. I'll give. I'll let James finish what he was saying, but it spawned from just, you know, just scrolling stuff, and they have a comparison of Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts and their numbers. And outside of total touchdowns, there's about five or six categories right here, traditional numbers. Total touchdowns is 24 to 20 for Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Jalen's got that. Other than that, Brock's got him in everything else. He's got mm-hmm. him in passing yards, yards per attempt, uh, fewer INTs, completion percentage, QBR, all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. I I never really thought of Brock as an MVP candidate. Maybe it's subconscious. But, I mean, it's like who's – there? He, he's got to be in the discussion. He's got to be top five. Like when you talk oh, – Absolutely. What, what's the – what is it when we have the finalists – is it the Heisman? I don't know, but throughout the oh, season. Oh, the Heisman where they bring in the top three? three. Yeah. He, NBA like, MVP has the top three now, too. I, I think that's what it was. I think he'd be yeah. going to New York City for for for. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. James, you want to uh, finish what you were? Yeah, I, I was saying, like, at the beginning of the season, I know everyone thought I was crazy when I said, hey, like, I, I look at Brock Purdy and I think he's going to throw for, like, 4,300 yards and 30 touchdowns. And he's on pace to throw for 4,500 yards and like 31 touchdowns. Like he's pacing and and it's not like he's pacing after week five. He's still pacing right now to do that. And it might even, even be a little bit more after this last week's yardage. Uh, I didn't do the calculations after this week, but like, look, I think he's going to be sort of like a paper MVP for right now. No one is convinced that when the chips are down, that he's a guy that can lead you down the field and go get you a score in, in crunch time to win a game. And I think a little bit of that you can put on Moody, who missed a field goal, which mm-hmm. took Absolutely. away what would have Against been. Against the top uh, defense in the NFL. Yeah, and I mean, if he hits that field goal, the Niners uh, have two losses. If they beat Philadelphia and they beat the Seattle twice, then they're leading the NFC again. Mm-hmm. That field goal has a lot of weight to it. Yeah. And, and I think that field goal put them in a little bit of a spiral as well. Uh, you know, then they end up losing two more. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I thought the next yeah, game it was, was a three game Minnesota losing streak, and then the Bengals, right? Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, but what I would point out is the last year that Aaron Rodgers won his MVP, it, it was a joke. Tom Brady had twice the numbers he did. Twice. I, I mean, Tom Brady threw. He had his most impressive passing yards and and touchdowns and everything. He was incredible, but he came in like second or third place in the NFC and Rogers team came in first and he got the MVP. I thought it was a, a sham of an MVP for sure. Uh, but a, at the same time, the, the wins and losses matter. So if Brock Purdy can go in to again, Seattle this weekend and be the Seahawks. And then he can go into uh fill on the second, you know, week in a row and somehow beat up on the Eagles now let's talk about the MVP because that's where you're you're heading at that point. You know, the head-to-head would matter a lot more than a three-game streak midway through the season. And then Brock would have one more opportunity to face Lamar Jackson later in the season, and you'd have to see what that looks like. Yeah. You know, if he beats Lamar and he beats that ba- uh, Baltimore defense, okay, now, now you're like, I- I'm more comfortable saying 
not only is he a candidate, but he's probably the leader. I mean, he's got five interceptions. He's only fumbled the ball times. Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball 10 times, you know, and, and look at all the interceptions for, uh, for Hertz. Like he's a, he's in it for sure. Yeah. I proposed an idea earlier that if it's close, I think it goes to Jalen because Jalen was the MVP front runner last year before losing the end of his season mm-hmm. to an injury. And whether you find it fair or not, the thought of him being an MVP is already in people's head. The thought of Brock Purdy being an MVP is not yet there. Um, So Jalen, while he would be deserving this year, he might get the nod as kind of, uh, he should have gotten it last year. So, you know, he had an MVP caliber season. Let's make sure he gets it this year. And I don't think the Eagles are going to lose very many games. Like so, that's the. I mean, it, 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 they're not losing more than three games. I don't think so either. And they might not lose more than two. Right. How they might not lose more than one? I know you don't want to hear that, but that, that's that's, that's nice. very, that's very real. real. That's real. Yeah. No, they're they're really good. Um, and I mean, the Niners, if if they want their guy to be mentioned in that category, got to go, got to go beat the best. Mm-hmm. You know. At their home, you got to beat them at their at their place. That's the way the schedule plays out. And you know, and again, like we Philadelphia, there there's been at least like six games a season where they easily could have lost. Like yeah. they have not just been like so dominant that you're like, oh, that's the team. I think seven you know? one score games. Six of them have been wins. One of them yeah. was a loss to the Jets. I mean, they they lose last night if uh, Patrick Mahomes has anyone to throw to at all. Like. Mm-hmm. Talk about an embarrassment to the to uh, a great quarterback. To not only did you realize early in the season that you know Kadarius Tony cost them a win like by himself, like early on, um, but then to watch you know your team not even go out and and add anybody except for McCole Hardman, who wasn't good for you the previous three seasons, you know that's tough. So. Yeah. Uh, that that's a disservice that they've done, and he would be an MVP candidate if it wasn't for that. Hey, well, you, you know, got somebody in the house. We, we do. We do. I do. We yeah, do. I'm di- I'm directing traffic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not want it's people right. walking and, in here while we were. And real quick, the only thing, the thing about all of this is the, the 49ers, Brock Party, they don't care about none of this. They're trying to win a Super Bowl. All oh, the yeah. accolades. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. If, if he won an MVP and they lost in the divisional round, that he would not be getting props in San Francisco. San Francisco media, all this other stuff. Yeah. It would. It's. It is only about the Super Bowl, which is unfair to a certain degree, but that's just what it is. It's about the Super Bowl with this group. That's it. And the yeah. thing is, sorry, James. I think that's the. I think that's the same thing for. <laughs> excuse me. I think it's the same for Philadelphia. I do, and I don't. I think. It, I think it's. It's. It's a, a higher level of. Uh, um. Like the they're they're real ultra focused on the Super Bowl here in San Francisco because for this fan base, for this group, it's been so long since they won when they've gotten so close so many times. It's it is a act of desperation right now hmm. to win a Super Bowl. I think it's different. Not that Philly obviously wants to win a Super Bowl. They have an opportunity. I mean, they lost last year. Yeah, but they won what, four years ago? Damn, that's right. You know, like the they, Nick Foles there, I forgot. <laughs> Holy crap. Right. Like this is it is it is that's why Doug see, Peterson was their head coach. That was a whole coach ago. Yeah. I think that's why you see a lot of people flying off the, the handle in the Bay Area with the media, the fans, all this other stuff. Because think about it, they've been close probably realistically 
eight times, mm-hmm. seven to eight times in the last 20 years to win in a Super Bowl, and they can't get over the hump for a team that prides themselves on being this Super Bowl franchise. I know as a kid, that's what I was brought up on. You win Super Bowls with the 49ers. They pride themselves on that, and they've been so close for so long. It's a, it's a heightened level of, uh, uh, of um, pressure for, for all these guys in San Francisco. Yeah, I'd also throw in this too. The guy that we're not talking about, I know this sounds crazy, but Dak Prescott's numbers are as good or better than any of these yeah, guys. Yeah, it does sound crazy. Yeah. He's 2,600 yards passing. He's got 19 touchdowns, only six interceptions. He's got two rushing touchdowns. His team is 7-3. and three. If somehow they beat Philly and they put themselves in a position – and we shake our head because they can't. Really? He's not going to. Well, he might. Um, they got no shot. He's got no shot of being MVP. Uh, yeah, but Zero shot. we'll see how they finish this last five weeks of the season, six weeks of the season, like if or seven, whatever it is now. If he's rolling like he has been, like you know, if he's finding CD Lamb like he has. You never know. Like I think this thing is a little bit more wide open than we would have thought. At this, I'd point argue too. I has know, a better James. chance than Dakota. <laughs> so just about to say, I know. James says you never know. No, I know. That game went well, the MVP. See, if it, so what what I think Not to happened, say he's not having a great no, season. But remember, is, remember, but no, remember how big narrative is as part of these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Like if Dak if 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 Dak does everything James just laid out, guess who's one of the front runners leading into next season as as an mm-hmm. MVP candidate? It's Dak Prescott. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to do that this year, especially when you have it's it's you, you, you we just we just focused on Brock and Jalen. We didn't bring up Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, all of these guys. Their numbers are in the same category. I think the differentiating thing is going to be: Does Philly lose again? And does last year weigh on voters' hmm. pens when they write in their candidate uh, uh, for this year? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think this is the three-week stretch right here that Brock Purdy, if he wants to be the MVP, if he has the ability to be the MVP, he has three signature games, and they walk out of this as a dominant team that everyone thinks is now the Super Bowl contender again. Who the hell won it last year? Patrick? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, No one knows. This is how stupid this is. No one even knows. I'm looking at 2-1 and here. Go 2-1 and in this three-game stretch. Okay. Philly in the like two it, Seahawks games? Yeah. You got a short yeah. week going to Seattle. That's not easy. Then you got to go to Philadelphia, find a way to win one of those two games, and then win the game at home against Seattle. And I'm like, okay. All right. That yeah, it's, it's a tough stretch. Plus, yeah. I will tell you, like, the the Dak thing, I mean, I just threw it out there because of the, the numbers, right? No, the I know. He's having a good season. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely. having a really good season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would also say that Brock Purdy has more playoff wins than he does. Oh well, that was and, unnecessary. And that, yeah, that was well, no, well, but that's that was going a shot. To be, that was a good shot. That, that was, was a good shot. shot. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that was a shot. It's gonna be part of any discussion, though. <laughs> like he does, he's got more. He's got more wins, and the kids played. You know, he only played the last part of last year, and he's got two wins, and you got zero. And uh, he, well, he's. Uh, I think Dax got one, right? Yeah, one. So. If you want to, like, no one is going to let him be an MVP until he takes a step where you're like, oh, okay, got you. You can win now. We're, you went over the top and, and we're okay. So I say it's we all, we can let you back in the conversation. It's all narratives. It's all conversation. It's what it is. It's yeah. What it is.
Let's get back to the Kings uh, as uh, they'll play in New Orleans in just a little bit over an hour. You talked about um, a little leeriness about this game, and I think it's less of the way that the Kings – I think part of it is obviously the way that the Kings performed, but I think that they had that game where you felt like you couldn't take anything away from it. It's like if the – the the Monday night Houston game had happened first. Like going into that going into the second Houston game, you saw enough from Saturday, like, oh, uh, Kings Kings clean up a couple of things, they'll be just fine. That winds up not being the case. They get blown out. We all, you know, have the the deject the dejected feelings that we had. But we had the Saturday game to know, okay, they they do a lot of good this is it's fine. They 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 missed a couple of shots. They played fine. They got to correct a few things. They'll be fine. This game, there's nothing to take from it. Like, I know Mike watched film and did all of that. And now you're going in there against a team where it's like, okay, you got this Zion Williamson problem. You got this Valanciunas problem. You got this virtually unsolvable Brandon Ingram problem. You got a bunch of capable shooters. And we really don't know what we have. Oh, by the way, one of our starters is out. Uh. Also, we're getting one of our key rotational players back to play his very first game tonight, and it just feels like there's a lot of things. This many things shouldn't be up in the air uh, at this point in the season. But that's where we are against New Orleans tonight. Yeah, I think if you look at the first half, there were things to take away. Like, I I thought it wasn't until the third quarter where the Kings really got stomped on. And the game just like totally fell apart. And a lot of it was because Keegan wasn't there. Now you get to a, a full day to game plan. And it does sound like Keegan's not playing. I, I haven't looked, but, uh, but you know, again, he, he didn't go to shoot around today. So let's just assume he's not going to play. Um, but uh, like you have a, a full day and a half to game plan, how, how you use someone else to slow down someone, you know, whether again, that's Kessler or whoever it might be that's going to get the call here. Um, but uh, I, I still think that there are some positives that you could have taken away from the first half. And, you know, you, you just have to be crisper. You've got to, you can't have tired legs against this team. Your defense has to look right. Uh, all of those things. And they just, they weren't the Kings in on, on Monday. They didn't hit their three point shots. They, they weren't moving the same way. And we have to wait and see if that's the same team they are this time, or if they've kind of snapped out of it. Yeah, I, I I think one of the biggest things, which is always the biggest thing, and it's a concern with, with the Kings. I think this is some, one of the reasons why Mike Brown was so adamant about the defense is they're hitting their shots. They've got the opportunity to handle anybody the way they want to. Monday they weren't hitting their shots, you know, and they had a stretch late in the first, early in the second when the shots started to fall, and that's when they were able to take the lead and stuff. But you mentioned earlier Fox 2 of 12, you know, that's just – that's tough when, when he's not hitting, when Kevin Herter's not hitting. Keegan Murray had to leave. That's another one of your shooters. So they're really down to making miss shots for this team, in my opinion, tonight specifically. they gotta they got to be on from beyond the arc because, like James, you laid out, they're, those that are going to be open. And to get everything else to open up, you got to make them respect that jump shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's It's Kings basket style of play that they have. You definitely have to, you know, hit your shots uh, from the perimeter. And because, you know, again, one thing opens up the other. You start hitting your your three-point shots, then everything else runs. And people start, you know, fading turners and, uh, you know, chasing guys way out of the top of the uh, But if, you know, 
the Pelicans can push them around a little bit again, like they did in the last game, uh, Kings will be in trouble. I, I would just point to the fact that the the Pelicans that we on Monday, it's not always a team that shows up. Mm. You know, they're a team that's seven and for a reason and part of the but it is just because you know haven't got there yet. They haven't got to the point where consistently bring that energy for every single night uh, until they do. Um, then you know we're not going to look at them in the same the same way that we do some of the other top tier teams in the Western Conference. Mm. Keegan Murray is officially out. Sasha Vizenkov is still listed as questionable. Uh, Chris, Devor- uh, Chris Duarte and Trey Lyles are marked available, so, so they will be uh, from Chris Biederman, uh, who's in New Orleans right now. Kings coach Mike Brown, and there won't be any in when it comes to Trey Lyles. Pause. Uh, expect a similar workload to what he had last year as he makes his season debut after his calf injury. goes into what I think this the philosophy is with this team. When you're available to play, yeah, ain't, no, go. Yeah. ain't no mention. Like, whatever can do to help that night, we, we ain't doing that. Like, you pooping. So that's what usually takes extra something like that, because, and and I think it also goes into always wanting these guys to have some some full practice, yeah. Because he he wants them to be oh, as soon as they get cleared to play. Yeah, well, if that's the case, and without, and if you know Mike and no, like no limitations, or that the Trey's jumping right back in, I I could see a, a worry Lyle starts tonight. So yeah, I, I'm assuming does Mike not answer that question like this a million times? Does he wait until? The sheet in front of you got 30 minutes before. Yeah, most he does. Okay. Like, he likes the gamesmanship of it. So that's typical uh, for, for the Pelicans are panicking right now because they don't starting in Plague and Murray. (laughs) Yeah. So it's an interesting, actually, to be honest with you, I haven't seen the Kings update the injury list this late in this one where we can actually see that, you know, again, that Duarte and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Lyles are, are active and Mm -hmm. available. Um, but again, like Mike could get creative here. You could see maybe Kevin Herter is you want to try a little bit on Brandon Ingram and yes, he's not as tall. Uh, Ingram sing, I think he's listed at, um, but he weighs Ingram by like 15 pounds, yeah. uh, and seven, you know, and that, you know, if, so if you started Duarte and had sort of an instigator on to start and start arms at the four and see, so you can get away with that. That's a possibility too. I'm all for on Zion Williamson tonight. See how come on, I mean, Dave. The come on, big dog. <laughs> second time we saw that, right? I believe yeah, you, we did. <laughs> we did. But I, I felt so bad. Man, was out yeah. there two two nights ago. It was just out there playing lockdown defense on greatest playmaking ball handlers we've ever seen. Yeah, and then gets thrown out there a couple of nights later against Zion. Or it wasn't even. It was the next night yeah. against Zion Williamson. Yeah, yeah, not a great look. Um, you know, and, and like. He he did well on the offensive end, uh, Daviana. I, mm-hmm. I think he didn't hit a bucket, but he he finished with eight assists. So you know he's doing best he could he could to to keep the Kings in that game. Well, to keep it from getting worse than it was. So, Ham, you start cooking yet? No, I don't do any cooking for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. M- so m- uh, Mrs. Mrs. Ham, attorney at law, does it all. Yeah. So I have um, my. So we leave early. We we leave here about probably 9, 30, 10. We get to my mom's. We have a full Thanksgiving at my mom's and with all my family. I have a I have a big family. My mom's one of five kids. And like when I was young, I, I had 31 first cousins. 
at one point. I think I'm down to like 28 um, just over the course of time. But um, then we leave there at about 2.30 and we go to my mother-in-law's house and we have a whole nother Thanksgiving. So I have dinner at 2 and then dinner again at like 4.35. And that's been my Thanksgiving for the last 25 years. Always interesting to me. I have none of that. I have my sister who's here. I just I have my sister and now my niece and nephew and yeah that's cool but yeah that's like I don't like my mom has like brothers and sisters I don't talk to none of them I don't know none of them yeah I don't it's always it's always hit or miss how we spend our Thanksgiving it's never feels like it's never the same back to back it's never yeah we have our our rituals we will not travel for Christmas so uh, that's my rule like we we told uh, our in laws and. My mom and uh, my wife's mom, when we were young, when we first got married, hey, we'll travel for Thanksgiving. We will not travel for Christmas. So you have to come to us. And if you don't want to come to us, it's fine. We'll just, we just won't celebrate Christmas with you. Um, but once we had, you know, little ones at the house, so we host Christmas Eve with my family on, uh, on Christmas Eve. And then my wife's family comes and my dad comes on Christmas Day. You know, I apologize to you guys because I've, I've just been, um, distracted for the last 15 minutes or so. Can I read you a tweet that I just saw? Uh Uh-oh. The sexy red tweet again? No, this is wilder. Okay. And on first take, the women that preceded Stephen A., how dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name, and I don't care. Angry face emoji. If my black mother Dorothy was still alive... You'd be in some big hot water. You are mean and ugly. Upside down happy face emoji. You're a nothing burger. Some weird face emoji. You can't guess who said that? No idea. Colts owner Jim Irsay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so now you know. why. Let's go back to the, the big line there. If my, my black, black mother, mother Dorothy, Dorothy was still alive, you'd be in some big hot water. So I had to Google, is Jim Irsay black? <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet that tells me if this he's black is, or not. This is a rabbit hole. <laughs> Jim Irsay got a black mother. I'm, I'm sorry, and this was all addressed at Stephen A. Smith? He addressed it to, uh, I think my girl Kimberly was on uh, first take, and they were probably saying something crazy because she responded. He, he's uh, been on he's been on a tweet storm all day, just going at Stephen A. He's threatening to sue <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> Dorothy, known as Daz, passed in 2002 after raising her grandchildren, Carly, Casey, and her beloved buddy Kalen. She altered Ursay history. She was the strongest woman I've ever known, and my children will testify that altered our family's history. Forever, Dorothy Bloodsalt was my black mom. What? Did, why does he keep? So, what are you trying? What are you saying, sir? I don't know. Like, what, is this biological? Is this the 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 nanny? Like, what are you saying, sir? He had to have gotten hacked, bro. There is no way. <laughs> this is one of those discussions, and I'm just not going to say anything <laughs> because anything I say is going to come across the wrong way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, well, let, I'll give him. He kept. He capitalized the B in black and the M in mom. Dorothy Bloodsaw was my black mom. I just want to know what if is he black? Jim Irsay's not black. 
He's tan. The title of the show. I was that's literally about to say right now. I was literally about to say that's what it is. <laughs> hey, can I shout out my nephew real quick? Because I, I want to shout out my nephew because he grew up in the Bay Area when it was 49ers and like the, 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 the Giants mm-hmm. and the Warriors winning like titles and titles and titles. Mm-hmm. He's not even a Warriors fan. You talk mm-hmm. about a kid to be proud of, man. He don't like the Golden State Warriors. That's what I'm talking about, baby. He, he, he loves his Kings. That's what I'm talking about, but he's baby. But he's a Celtics fan, well, which that's, that's all right. Not, that's, that's not right. what I'm talking about, but we, right. we can talk about it. That's all right. It, uh, is your nephew Brendan Nunez? <laughs> my, <laughs> nephew, my nephew is not Brendan Nunez, though they're probably the same age. Um, Man, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, as always, uh, we greatly appreciate you. We will. Um, we still got more work to do. We're headed over to 1025. Uh, we got business to attend to there. Uh, but I hope everyone has a, a, a great holiday, a safe holiday. Uh, enjoy this game tonight. A huge, huge game for the yep, Sacramento Kings yep. on Friday against the Minnesota Timberwolves in that in-season tournament. Uh, and then a full day of uh, football and food. Um, yes. So we appreciate you guys. Hammer, we appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you guys back here after the holiday. Have a great Thanksgiving. Kings light the beam. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.